Welcome to Through the Wire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Pierre's not here today. Oh, through the Wire. <laughs> okay. All right. Pierre was feeling a little bit under the weather, so he decided to stay at the crib. Uh, so shout out to P. Get well soon. He was like, I'll be here any other way, but he was having trouble talking, and that's the job. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, you know, sore throat and all that stuff. So get well soon, P, if you're watching this. Before we get into it, let me remind you guys to leave a like on the episode. Subscribe to the channel if you are new because, we, you know, we continue to try to grow. We hit 250,000 subscribers a week and a half ago, and now we're on our road to, to 500K. Big 500. Big 500K. Big 500. It's not, it's not a lot of podcasts that's hit at 500K. We, we about to try to do that thing. So leave a like, subscribe, give us five stars on Apple, Spotify, and all of the above. And we appreciate you. But first, we got to get into some new stuff before we get to the overarching episode. Starting off with the most disappointing night of the NBA season. That was so deflating last night. Oh, my God. I'm so upset. You know, last time Joel Embiid and Jokic played against each other, Joel Embiid had 47 blank, blank, blank rebounds, assists. And Jokic started off the game dominating. You know what I'm saying? First quarter, he had like 14 or something, but ended up getting dominated by the end of it. A lot of people saw that as the shining moment for Joel Embiid's MVP case. And now we got an opportunity to see it again. We've been waiting for this day, Joel. Mm-hmm. And he don't play. And it's just... You know and what it happened it, a few hours before the game, too. You know what made it even <laughs> worse, too? Mm-hmm. The game before this, uh, the Nuggets Sixers game, the Nuggets just played the Bucks, and we've seen Giannis versus Jokic, and we've yeah. seen Jokic beat the hell out of the Bucks. So yep. I wanted to see this game too. I wanted to see the rematch, and that's what made yeah Joel Embiid for him to miss his game after what we know he wants to achieve. It was just a little surprising. And it was funny because it was after the comments where he said, "We all look at analytics, and some analytics will say um, you're a great defender, but the eye test will tell you something different." We all knew that was a shot at Jokic. For sure. And then for him not to come out and then not play, it's just like, damn, I want to see you back up those comments. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. I think they both lose. Because like you mentioned, Nikola Jokic was winning against Giannis. And they both had good games, but the Denver Nuggets dominated the Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. And Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in basketball. A plus one to Jokic. And then you get Joel Embiid in town, uh, get, your, get, get your lick back, get your get back, and then Joel Embiid don't show up. Yeah, I just hate it. And I hate it mostly. Because there is an opportunity for him to sit out one of the previous games to lead up to this because they had a back-to-back against the Warriors and the Suns that was Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we know Joel Embiid and how the health goes and where they are in the season. They're like having three games and what would that be, five Four nights, games. whatever it would have been. Four nights, I mean. It's just unrealistic for a lot of people, but especially for a guy like Joel Embiid. And in those games, he could he could have chilled. He could have chilled against the Warriors. He could have chilled against the Suns because – I mean, they end up losing both games anyway. Mm-hmm. And then this could have been the moment where Joel Embiid could have went in and literally crowned himself. Because with seven games left in the season, right now, recency buys is at an all-time high. All-time high. Whatever happens this week might determine all of the NBA like awards, specifically the MVP. And this was your moment. And I saw a lot of conspiracies, man. So a lot of what conspiracies on Twitter, Twitter that they, they want Joel Embiid wanted. Again, just a conspiracy. And, and conspiracies can be fun. One, that the only idea of them two playing against each other will be his near 50-point game. Oh, wow. That, like, he didn't even want to go into this next game with the idea of maybe Jokic outplaying him because it, he wanted to be just so that one we can moment. Because there's times we look back on games and be like, oh, the Nuggets won, but Joel Embiid ain't play. Because sometimes you forget about those type of things that yeah. happen like that. Um, I, I wouldn't say all that. I really feel it's, I've been thinking about it, too. A lot of these games do matter, but I feel like, 
sometimes us as like viewers, we might be over proportionalizing some of these games where some of these other teams are they're really ready for the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for the teams that are locked in. So we're kind of like overvaluing these games, but I still want the best product. I want it every, you know, it's been every night where I feel like I'm looking for a game that's like I'm looking for this matchup. Matter of fact, it's a good time to do it now. I've been uh I'm I'm bringing a new segment to the show. What? Where's Pierre? I'm bringing a new segment. When was the to last the show? time we got a new mic segment? It's going to be every pod. Ooh. And it's real simple too. Uh-huh. A lot of times, especially in the Discord, I'd be like, "KB, hey, what's the game of the night?" Mhm. I'm going to have games of the night. Today, we have like 12 games on the slate. So okay. it's going to be the games that we're looking most forward to tonight. Okay. Uh, first one up, we have the Lakers-Bulls. We get the LeBron revenge game after Patrick Beverly did. We That's did. tomorrow. Yeah, That's that tomorrow. is tomorrow. It's a Wednesday game. Okay, maybe I was looking at the wrong schedule then. It's fine. You could do games of the week because we got that's Tuesday fine. to Saturday. But yeah, that's that's a good. We just gonna get into that game because, brother, I came out on top. You know, what yeah, I'm yeah, I was yeah. short another two hundred fifty dollars, but it was, you know, it was a game that I was like, I'm glad. As bad as that game was, I'm glad the damn Dallas Mavericks lost against the Hornets that game because I was Bro. like, this shit kind of oh, can't. The best thing that happened to y'all is that the Mavericks suck right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. best thing that happened to y'all. I, I we talked about that on the podcast that. There's no way they lose to the Hornets again. We was like, and we they came out the bus they and they ass. lost to the Hornets again, bro. Yep, that is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how you lose to the Hornets twice. Luckily, a team that's trying to tank, they they, they don't even want to win games, and you manage to lose to them. Luckily, the Pacers have also thrown the white flag on the season, and uh, Miles Turner and uh, Tyrese Halliburton didn't play last night, so the Mavericks got themselves a win. But yeah, if they would have lost that game too. Yeah, all his raps. Call it, call it. A it was call funny because at some point in that game, Luca was just getting the ball and just I, I so step back three. He was just like, I'm not losing. It seemed like he was like, I'm not Did losing. You see that pass? Game. He was double teamed oh, in yeah, one corner. He, he zipped it across. Yeah. Court. I'm like, what the? It's like, hey, there's a lot of conversation around Luca Doncic now with the body language and the complaining to the refs and the foul bait and a lot of this stuff. But like, I, I can't, I can't get past moments like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that pass has. Has the opportunity to be one of the best passes in basketball this season. Yeah, for sure. And that's saying something because we watched Nikola Jokic 82 times this year. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's one of those passes. I want to stay on Joel Embiid just for a sec because there's some more things I want to talk about. This will be Joel Embiid's 14th missed game this season. This is from Reddit. Um, just one player in NBA history has missed 12-plus games and still won the MVP that season, and that was Bill Walton in the 77-78 season. Bill Walton missed 24 games out of 82 and still won MVP. Yeah, fucking going crazy. I don't and think- I had to look it up because I'm like, how the, how the hell do you end up missing 24 games and still win an MVP? His team was like 50-12, and 12, and then he had an injury, so he missed the last whatever many games. And because the team was so good, and then they, when they when he missed games, they were like eight and whatever the math is. So they were like eight and sixteen when he missed games. And they're like, oh yeah, he definitely the most valuable. <laughs> That's impressive as hell. Because I was gonna say, for Joel Embiid, I feel like it's a different situation just because it's been kind of like more so a mi- like mixed time instead of he missed like four weeks of the last part of the season. Because yeah. that recency bias is so strong. As long as he's still playing these last few games, I, I don't think the, the missed games is going to hurt him. Yeah, usually Joel and Embiid misses like long stretches throughout the season. Mm-hmm. This time it doesn't feel like he's missed that much of a stretch. It's just one here, yeah, one, one there. Yeah, it's like more so like they're doing like low management type stuff. And I'm all for that. I, I think all players, especially at his level, and when you look at how he plays, he's a bruiser. He, he bullies down low a lot. So, of course, Joel and B is going to need to be load managed throughout the season. So, so do you for think me, 14 that- games isn't bad. 
are we going into a new era of the NBA then? Because it's only happened once in 70 years, and it's, that was 45 years ago. I mean, if if it was to happen, it's this year, I think. Cause R- just, what if what if I told you some of the other candidates have played more games? It doesn't affect me. You don't think so? No, it doesn't affect me that Joel, yet not Joel, but that Giannis or No, Giannis Jokic, is less than Joel. Jokic has played more games than him. Jokic is probably the only one that's in these conversations that have played more He's games. He's almost an Iron oh. Man. Like he don't miss games often. And yeah, his and that's know. and this is all dependent on if Joel Embiid plays every other game this season. We can't even promise that he's going to play every other game this year. Right. So I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know how yeah. to feel about it because a, as we look at this MVP, we're basically like trying to find reasons to put this player over this player. Like it's so close, in my opinion, that something like this might matter in the grand scheme because all three of these candidates are so great. And for mm-hmm. me, though, it doesn't because when Joel plays, he's dominant. So mm-hmm. it's like, and it's only fourteen games. Like, 14 games out of 82 is not a lot. But it also is at the same time. You think so? Because I'm both. If, if, but I'm I guess both in the conversation of MVP, maybe. In the conversation of MVP, just because, again, if you look at the way it has been, if only one dude has done it, if one dude has missed this amount of games and done it, it has to be significant. I mean, we talked about a few weeks ago how the NBA PA came up to the NBA and said, hey, we want to start putting games played on awards so we won't get opportunities like this. And I don't know what the number would be. They, they ain't even came out with it. And Joel Embiid might be over whatever the eventual number is, but I'm just saying as we start in the, like, because all three of these dudes are dominant as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to figure out what do you value more. And if that is extra games played, I can't be mad. I'm not saying I would do that, yeah. but I'm just saying it, when we, you, you try to d- differentiate, it might matter. Yeah, but also— Especially I- if he ducking the smoke of Nikola Jokic. That, that's the game. <laughs> and then he played against Giannis later this week. If, if oh my god, I'm just saying, if he don't play that game, he's gonna play. He's gonna game. play against Giannis. He's, he's not gonna, gonna let that, that slip away, man. Because right, not even only is potentially his MVP slipping, the seeding is slipping too. Yeah. Because when him and James haven't played, I mean, the Cavaliers are winning basketball games. They like a game and a half away from the three seed. And it's kind of mm-hmm. unf- both of them kind of had the same injury. The injury report on ESPN said calf injury. Him and Harden both are dealing with calf. Yeah. What are they right up now? to? I don't oh. know, but I know calves are just weird injuries because it's like you can still play through them, but you're not gonna move the same. No, you're you know? not gonna move the same. You know, they're real. Just... They're real easy to re-aggravate too. So okay, so you, what what was your opinion on this, Mike? Because he said it doesn't matter to him. I don't. I don't remember if you said anything. Um, I don't. It doesn't really matter to me. I think it's it could be a little bit of both. I see what you're saying because I think we kind of hit on this last podcast on how it's just like you kind of feel like you have to take away damn near for some of these players because just like. They're playing at such a high level. You have to do that to kind of like, like you said, dif- 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 differentiate. differentiate. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't say it matters that much to me, especially it, it's kind of more so of a timing thing. If he missed two months of the last season, I would say, oh, ain't no way you can do that because, mm-hmm. you know, you got these dudes playing high level basketball. While I'm not going to just, you know, ignore that. But for him to miss, you know, a handful of games here, a handful of games there, it's not turning the table that much. What if hypothetically, they precautionarily hold him out two more of the last seven games. Would 16 games missed on an MVP season be a lot to y'all? I feel like Joel Embiid, yes, it would. But also, I feel like Joel Embiid as the star, he's someone who seems like he's hungry mm-hmm. and wants this MVP award. I just don't think Derek, he will. he set out against Jokic yesterday. At the, yeah. That is the moment. To, if he goes into Denver. I'm pretty sure he wanted to play, but the pride. But let's be real. If if LeBron went to three doctors and they told him told him to get injury get a season into injury and he went to one doctor that said you good, you like you can you can when you're at this level, you determine the shit. 
I'm not trying. I'm not trying to hear that. He's he's Joel Embiid. Yeah. If I'm, you I'm want right to play you. basketball, you are you going to play. Because yeah. the first thing that came to mind is the whatever. Because it could be like the injury thing. They're being precautious, but he knows he knows what's on the line with this award. Like that's why I'm expecting him to play the game. That's why I was matter. so surprised when I got that. I would, I would be surprised. That, that means to me that either he doesn't want to play, he didn't want to play, or he's genuinely hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is scary in its own right too, because we're seven games away from the playoffs, and James Harden is also hurt. And I feel like a lot of people are just, and again, it's the, just the course of the season. But I feel like a lot of people are dealing with a lot of nagging. Like even Luca had his, uh, it felt like he was he like a leg or hamstring yeah. injury. Just like a lot of shit is going down. Paul George just got injured right before the playoffs too. So yeah. Hopefully, it, this player is coming back at at least at eighty percent. Like I, I, it's hard to come back from an injury and just be full, but. As long as you get, you know, part of them back, hopefully the playoffs continue to be like what we expect them to be. I'm just trying to gauge, you know, as we continue this conversation, what number is I think the breaking point? When you start getting to like 18, 20. Then it just so you think like, a person can miss a fourth of the season and still be an MVP contest? No, no, no. I'm saying So let's that's say ni- ni- 19 then. That's still a fourth of the season. If he missed 19. If he was damn, that's a four, that's damn near a fourth that, of the season. Because off top, if I just say seventy five percent of the season, because that's that's the the fourth that you're missing. Seventy five percent seems too low. Or For like, me, that feels extremely low. Like yeah, that seems like too we, low. Seventy five percent of the season. So maybe like fourteen fourteen games could be the cap. So you hey, you better you better lace them motherfuckers up for these last seven, Joel, because you're you're very close to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because again, we might be going to a new era of basketball where it doesn't matter. Because we have so many nagging injuries, because we have so many rest days, because we have low management, and I just don't know if it's good for the league. The M- the MBPA, these are the people, these people, MBPA, am I saying it right? The Basketball Player Association, whatever it's called, they went to the NBA and say, hey, we want a games play thing. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't Adam Silver saying, hey, we need Joel Embiid slash Giannis slash Jokic to play X amount of games to win MVP. It was the players saying, we want to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And that means a little bit more to me rather than it being vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I just don't know how to take it. Again, as we slowly get down to the end of the season, I'm starting to look at all of these different factors to try to figure out who my MVP is. Who at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the hell Kenny Beecham says because he doesn't have an official vote. But still, like these things might matter in the grand scheme. We only got a couple weeks left. I mean, a couple Do y'all think this award might only significantly sway MVP votes, or do y'all think it will significantly sway other votes as well? Um, I think it will matter. I feel like it may only significantly matter for MVP. I don't, but that's that's the thing though. It's only happened once in history. When they announced this, I didn't even think nothing about it because I was like, oh, we don't even give MVPs to people that don't play more than seventy percent again or seventy games anyway. This might be the year we do it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more of like the DPOYs and, and some of yeah. the other awards that, that are going to matter. Like six men. Do you think they would care if the six men of the year missed 19 games? You know what I think it might be the most? All NBA. All NBA. All NBA, I think it would be the most valuable. Because we have so many great players. It has to be some type of mark off to say this player is not eligible because this player played more minutes and he played more games and stuff like that. I feel like that might matter, but I also feel like they may throw that shit aside for a guy like Steph Curry. Like, they might put someone else, a team above. They would never. I think put it would someone. make it easier to take him off. Then, honestly, if he didn't meet the requirements and he had a good season, I think it's just like this is the criteria. He didn't meet it. Obviously, he's a great player, but it's just gonna make. I feel like it would make it easier than harder. So he's right now. Steph Curry, as we use him as an example, has played fifty games, 
with about seven-ish games left of the season. So if he plays all seven, which I'm assuming he will because they're in the hunt to get some seeding, he'll end up with 57 games played, yeah. which yeah. is pretty low, but it's for all NBA. I, I'm going to look up what is the you know lowest amount of games played for all NBA. So I was looking at this guy yesterday. It was Kawhi Leonard because I, I just wanted to feel how many games has he played this season. Mm-hmm. And it was like, could y'all guess? Well, he came back in, what, December? Didn't quite I'm going to say Kawhi probably has played 48 games. Played like fifty two already. Oh wow! So he's and played more than Steph Curry. That is crazy to that, think about. And that's, that's what it blew my mind. What? I was like, yeah, it feels like he's about. played a lot, kind of this season. And I look back, he's like, he played more games. Oh this wait, season. you know why it doesn't feel like he's played that much? Because when he started playing, he yeah, would only first, play like a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow. I don't know. It's just like it's such a field thing when you see yeah. like players in and out, but it's a different thing when you actually look at the numbers for. It. It's like I didn't know. I feel like Steph Curry played more games than what you just said than forty eight. That's why that Kawhi shit came to my mind. I was like, Kawhi already at 52. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, though, because it just doesn't feel like he's played that much because he's just started to recently ramp it up and start to play, like, real minutes. Mm -hmm. For, like, the first month of him being back, he was only playing, like, 20 minutes a game. So in 2020, 2021, this is just a couple seasons ago, LeBron James played 45 minutes. I'm 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He played 45 (laughs) games and made an all-NBA team. But, see, that's what I mean. I feel like... Mm-hmm. For certain players, they may not really care. But that's what like right, that is. You have to be one of the all-time greats. Yeah, because like Gus Johnson in 1965 played 41 games. Oh my God. But wait, the 2020-2021 season is that a shortened year? 2020-2021 NBA standings. It is. That's the COVID year. This this is might be mis- this might be misleading. Uh, f- yeah, they played 72 games this 72 games this year. So it's 10 games shorter. So if you add an extra, what the heck? Okay, so let, let me go to like a real year. I'm, I'm glad I thought about that, about the COVID year. So we also have Chris Webber in 1998, 1999, but I think that was also a lockout year because that's Tim, that's the first Spurs championship, right? That was a lockout season. Scottie Pippen in, in 97, 98. Oh, man. I guess we're going to look it up. 1997, <laughs> 1998 NBA standings. He, um. I will be. He's got to play at least fifty. Okay, so this is a full season. This is a full, full season. Scottie Pippen made an All NBA team in ninety seven, ninety eight with forty four games played. Oh, oh wow, four just forty four, so which is made, slightly so more than half. Yeah, like fifty one percent. Yeah, it's like he, he barely got over <laughs> the halfway point. And it's kind of similar to like six man of the year, where like for six man of the year, you just had to play fifty one percent of your minutes on the coming off the bench, which yeah. I think is too damn low. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't know how to, like, when we get to that All-NBA episode, it's going to be a fucking dogfight because that guard position has so many people in it. And now if we consider Kawhi Leonard, if he's now playing at that level, Kawhi Leonard has had an All-NBA caliber season, but in my mind, he hasn't played enough minutes for me to really consider him. Shit, I'm, I'm after to consider him. I'm going to have to. Yeah, because the way he's playing right now is just kind of... Damn near unstoppable. Yeah. Except for that one game against OKC, then he bounced back with a perfect game. Damn. And then near. you got to yeah. also consider the fact that now Zion has fallen out of that All NBA race. Can, yep. No, so. I, I got to talk about the Clippers because they they irritate me with their defense, bro. They have people that can defend, but they play that weak ass gimmick defense where they try to switch stuff and everything like that. It was what? Who were they playing? I think it was playing OKC. Oh, OKC. OKC. And I'm like, man, they got Paul. Jo- this is the first game too. They have Paul George out there, Kawhi. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see him pick up on Shea. Got Marcus Morris on him. Then he got Nor- they they just have everybody, they just keep switching everything. I wish I want to see the possessions where Kawhi is that one taking that assignment. It was one, it was one time he got on him. He literally took the ball out of his hands. So I'm like, 
I need that defense a lot more of the time than them just kind of, you know, playing fake defense. Kawhi and Paul George don't really guard the other team's best player. They anymore. don't. They only they only will do it late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it I seems like see at that point it'd be too late. Yeah. Why would you want to guard a guy who's already who's hot? already hot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it's because you don't want to get into get them into any type of like foul trouble. And you just or don't want to put that much mileage. You like know. running around and guarding Demar yeah. Derozan full time fucking sucks. But also. I get that in the regular season, but when it comes playoff time, they do the same thing. If, in a playoff series, yeah. I want Kawhi on Luka the entire game. I don't care. Like even if that lowest his production on the other side, I, I've never. If you Kawhi take, Leonard if you has taken been out Luka on the side, what the hell are they doing? And then Kyrie gonna have to carry the show. But let's be real, taking no, out Luka doesn't it's not, exist. It's right, no, but realistically, right, but Kawhi, Leonard has, Kawhi Leonard has shown us, regardless of what he's doing defensively, he's gonna still do his thing offensively. He's never really shown like he's exhausted. I or just fatigued. remember in the bubble. When they went against each other in the play, because they went against each other a bunch of times in the playoffs, it was heavily PG and Kawhi, and Luca was still doing it his thing. It didn't matter. Yeah. So if you're Tyron Lue and Luca's gonna get his regardless, why don't we just say the legs of Kawhi and Paul George into the late game move? He he might they might be the fresher one instead of like we could put a Nicholas Batum on Luca, who's gonna hound them. Who's gonna make them play hard? I'm I'm not saying one is right or wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I was gonna say oh, I see the rationalization. Yeah. Like I said, it could be. Factors of foul trouble, tiredness. You just you want to keep them fresh, but it's just like as a viewer and just knowing like that's a matchup. These are the best. That's Shea, one of the best one-on-one players. We have Kawhi, one of the best defenders. Like I want to see that matchup more consistently. Yeah, and like I remember like in uh that first year of Toronto with Kawhi when he said when they was down two zero to the Bucks mm-hmm. and he said in the locker room. Oh, we, he, I, he, I'm Garnier. He got, he got, yeah, like that's the, that shit, shit I love to hear. Like, I want to yeah, see they, that. Like, hey, back. he might be the best player, but I'm guarding him. I, I already know this. I got, I got that assignment. I know who I am and who, what, what I could do defensively. I want to guard him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like the stuff that we missed from like our era. Like, we always saw the best players guarding each other, unless it was like a guard and a wing. That, mm-hmm. but like, the always the wings were always defending each other and going head to head. You had, Le, and even some nights you had LeBron, LeBron guarding Derrick Rose. Like, those matchups, we don't really see that no more. It's Speaking not- of that, yesterday was a 10-year anniversary of when LeBron and them were on a 27-game win streak and, and Nate came Robinson to Chicago and, and Nate Robinson, Luau Deng, and a year two Jimmy Butler took that streak out, man. That was fun. Anniversaries. That was really fun. It was what a what a great time, that man. That was such a crazy game to watch. That's that's like that's not Prime Bulls fandom because Prime Bulls fandom is six championships in the 90s. But that's for the, us for us as fans, yeah. that's that's near prime. The real prime for us is 2011 with Derrick Rose won MVP. Yeah, but after that, this was like the this is that was the best <laughs> moment of being a Bulls fan. That night on Facebook, well, we was going crazy yeah, on yeah. the book, bro. I, there's a fucking a key, um, bro. I think I seen you made that. <laughs> you made that post and Josh got the juice ass. He's like, you you got a post from Facebook. I do. <laughs> I didn't even see that tweet. I do have a post from and Facebook. And I was like, he already know what you be like. That's awfully specific. He know what you be in. Hold on. Let me let me see if I can find it. Maybe it's because you, you said on this day 10 years ago. Um, and that shit sounds like it's all Facebook. I'm sorry. I just went through some memories and I just saw messages from somebody that I haven't. T- anyway, um, I do. Y'all remember last year I did have shit where now it's over. Yeah. It was that, it, but it was like, it's a Facebook meme, so it's not good. Mm-hmm. It was like, 
Lat yesterday they had a streak, but now it's over. But it's Chief Keef rapping it, like, oh, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. We killed that streak. Um, but I, yeah, that was a moment. Um, let me see if I have any memories from that day. Man, every I only go on Facebook now to see if I have memories. Yeah, Facebook. I don't. Memories are that's great. the only reason to go on Facebook. I don't even go on Facebook no more, and I used to be Facebook heavy. You used to be you used to put Facebook as memes in our group chat. We like, bro, what what the hell is you doing? Yeah, I used to love when you posted them on Twitter. I got a, I got, <laughs> don't say the name, Mike, but 10, uh, 10 years ago on this day, somebody put a truth is on my wait, wall. Wait, wait, wait. I think I already know who it is before you, uh, before you even know. Let me read the context. Okay, right. You're really nice and you're in my geometry trash, tr- trash, class. Uh, we used to text, but not anymore. So text me. This is to me or you? This is to me. Oh. But I was hyped when I got this truth is. Oh. So text me, say less. But you know who it was? Don't say the name, but no, I don't. Okay, sophomore year of high school was a weird time. Oh, maybe Beach. I know. Well, it is. he was so so in love with texting people, but we saw him in person. It was quiet. It was this. It was this. Oh uh, yeah, it was freezing up. Uh, more stuff around the NBA before we get to the main topic of today's episode. Let me go ahead through my notes real quick. Jalen Brown also just had a comment. I don't know if y'all saw it. No, I didn't see it. Uh, Jalen Brown was asked, "How did he feel about the standing ovation?" That he received from the crowd when he checked out the game after his performance, and he said, "I just show up to work and do my job." Love it. <laughs> Y'all not about to fool me. You just you doing stand ovation because I just was saying stuff yeah. last week. He did go crazy again. He was at the Spurs. The hell yeah. about somebody. Crazy. And uh, you have moments like that again. The Spurs are trying to lose basketball games, so whatever. But like, damn, no Jason Tatum. I get to be me full time. You know what I'm saying? He probably thinking about that. I saw somebody. Um, Oh, man, I wish I could give him his credit. It was like I saw the script, and it was a picture of James Harden, Jalen Green. And that Rockets. And the Rockets jersey with Jalen Brown. Oh, my uh, God. Javari Smith Jr. and Wimby. He was like, damn. That shit look wrong. I ain't going to lie. Houston might be back if the script is right. Um, And I think I, I, I love to try to give love to people, but I think it was like like bias Rockets fan or something like that. I, mm-hmm. I follow him. It's a, it's a good follow if you're a Rockets that fan. That would be a crazy summer. Wouldn't it be? Well, it would have to be the summer after because Jalen oh, Brown Jaylen Brown's still under contract. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you could do part of it this year by winning the lottery and then mm. signing James Harden. But then you also had to convince him, hey, next offseason we're getting Jalen Brown. Yeah. Will he yeah, believe that? Harden. Hey, we going to have money. We going to have money. But, no, that team would be crazy, though. I ain't going to lie. All right. The Eastern Conference is basically set as far as the teams that are in. It's just a matter of standing. Um, the 11th seeded Washington Wizards are three a whole three games behind the Bulls right now, and and they I just saw a report that like Bradley Beal is not playing, Cal uh, Kuzma's not playing, the Porzingis is questionable. I feel like they've also waved the white flag. We saw the Indiana Pacers play yesterday without Tyrese Halliburton and and Miles Turner, and I don't know how to feel about that because the game before Tyrese tried to play, so I I genuinely don't think that they're like tanking, but they have injuries. Um, but the Bulls are in. They're one game back. One game back. If they would have won yesterday, it would have been a three-way tie between Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago, but they did not win. Second game of back-to-back in L.A., I didn't expect them to win. I just <laughs> I, I, I didn't expect them to lose by – I think Zach Levine came out and was – he was trying. Well, he's averaging 30 points per game since yeah, Patrick since Beverly told him to shoot. Yeah. So, hey, 30 points on 50, 40, 90 almost. He's doing great shit. Yeah, post-All-Star break, Zach Levine has been amazing. Yeah. Um, and the teams around – like, there is a world where the Bulls can end up as the eighth seed. Y'all got had at the right time. Yeah, but we still got a lot to go. We got the Lakers again tomorrow, and I think LeBron is going to be pissed 
at Patrick Beverly. As he should. Anthony Davis needs need to be to, pissed. Anthony Davis needs to actually act like he's all NBA. Can we can we get into that game, Mike? Because on, on this little old through the wire podcast, we better smooth 250. Smooth 250. I didn't really feel confident in my Bulls. I'm gonna be honest. I felt confident. Yes, you should. You I this, felt this is the first time you came to me with the bet and you said 250. If you look at what the history of through the wire and, and clips has a video where we're talking about bets. You always come in be like ten dollars, twenty dollars. <laughs> you said two fifty, so I knew you was confident in your boys. I was, and they shit I the was. bed. And then it also had the news that LeBron James is going to be coming right, back off the bench. LeBron was coming back, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be in the bag. But uh, bro, the Lakers beat themselves a lot of the times too. They just turn the ball over. Like I think the turnovers were just eighteen to eight, and that's already hard enough to come back from, uh, hard to win off of, and then. I mean, the game, the basketball game happens like it does in today's game. It's just like one team hit a lot of three, hit a lot of jump shots, and today was the Bulls. Oh, that day was the Bulls. So don't, don't, one dude that shouldn't be off the hook is Anthony Davis. It shouldn't. Nikola Vucevic got ejected on some bullshit. Let's, let's call it, Mike. It, can you say that? It was bullshit. It was bull. Yeah. Um, it was bullshit. And then Anthony Davis ended up with nine shot attempts when our center was drumming, who's, a lot of energy, not a lot of beep, beep, beep up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he should have been in foul trouble from Anthony Davis. And then Derrick Jones Jr. was the five. <laughs> and I Can y'all guess how tall Derrick Jones Jr. is? Six, six, seven. six on a good day. He's six five. Damn. He is listed as six five, Anthony. He's the same height as Alice Caruso. And uh, Anthony Davis didn't take advantage. I ta- you know, I take it every I, night. You know what I, I'm saying? I, seen, going the I just seem like Caruso smaller than six five. Because he's guard. I seen people talking about it too. Like LeBron should have waited to come back because Anthony Davis looked like he was just passive this game, which he definitely was. But Anthony Davis got to learn how to do this shit regardless. He's got to learn how he could drop thirty every night, and LeBron is gonna do him regardless. But LeBron wants Anthony Davis to do those type of things. It's just it's, Anthony Davis goes out throughout the game sometimes, just throughout the motions. Yeah, and it seemed like even though LeBron was coming off injury, it seemed like LeBron just kind of was sometimes like late in that game when it was down. He would just get the ball and just try to just go straight to the basket. Mm-hmm. Like it and seemed was like he was trying his best to like to try to wield him to a comeback. Yeah, and this was kind of one of them games too. I like I said, a team just makes shots, but it was times where LeBron literally went to the cup and realized there's nobody over six six in the paint, and it's like Anthony Davis, you can do the same shit. Well, I don't know. I mean, he can, but it. I don't know. He the had motor, to play, and the motor is just not he there. He don't even got, and this is because Anthony Davis, he's one of them players where he could get his shit. Like, like uh, off the like putbacks, all rebounds, yeah. all he can get it in ISO, but he can also do the little things to do it. He had to play, and it's the same play where Jumma had gave him that little push because they were just you know they're former teammates or whatever. But he grabbed the rebound over everybody and dunked that shit. He could do that shit damn near every play. Yeah, but it's just like obviously you don't want him. He he gonna get tired, but it's like bro, you gotta have that motor, which he does. You know, doesn't lack that puts him on that type of level, and I think that's that disconnect when it's just like. He could be that first team All NBA with Giannis and Joel, like one of the best, you know, bigs. But he just don't have that that same motor. Luckily for y'all, though, y'all still only feel offensive to the motor. Team. Defensive, he's always really good. Yeah, I see y'all still there. So at least y'all didn't fall out. But oh yeah, that's what I said. That Mavericks losing was the best thing. Yeah. Y'all can't lose tomorrow though. If you lose again, because last year we swept y'all too. Oh my God, I've been looking for this. It's been in the studio the whole time. I've been looking. For, oh. I remember that. Is that like a stress ball? Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, y'all got swept by the Bulls last year. Um, Cause remember we went to the the best moment of last season for me 
is when we went to the Staples Center and Lonzo had 27 against the Lakers. Man, what I would do to have that moment back. We went to Staples Center. You have to wait till. No, we weren't there. You have to wait till. I mean, we is the next next season. Or not, because next next season he's a free agent. And no. do you bring back a dude that has three knee injuries and surgeries in a matter of two seasons? Probably small not. contract. Hey, I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if this offseason we trade Lonzo's contract and some team takes it, like a team like the Spurs. Oh, some team, get off that money? Yeah, some team takes it like the Spurs and just tell Lonzo to go rehab for the season. Mm-hmm. You know, um, But I, I mean, I can't get, call it. What, are they, what do the Bulls get back in that? Is it something, I mean, just of value? something you can put on the court? Relief. We, I think we'd have to give up something. For the re- the contract relief, give us Zach Collins. You have Zach Collins. You're a Spurs fan. <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> he forgot that fast. Um, but yeah, the the playing teams are set. It's just a matter of the order. It's just a matter of the order. Um, Would you rather play in that first game, Mike? OKC or the Pels? Mm, and I'm not- only talking out east. Out west is still up for grabs because the Mavericks are still in the conversation. Mm, I would honestly. The Pels are playing very good basketball. The Pels are playing amazing basketball. I feel like both teams are playing pretty damn good basketball. Um, I would probably say the Pelicans, honestly. The Pelicans? I would want to play them. That OKC team is hungry, bro. They are. are. I would be afraid of them in a one game elimination, too. Facts. Yeah. Shake and just go out for 40 casually. And just ruin the the (laughs) moment where you become the all time leading scorer. Shea was like, nah, I don't really care about that. We stopped playing Kobe basketball guy. for 15 minutes, but I'm gonna come back and steal ice the game on y'all last. And then defensively, I, they just nah. They're and just he so had good. one of the coldest, the coldest caption too with that Monday through Sunday, every day is Tuesday, and it's got like the number two. Mm. That yeah. shit cold. I, no. I think Br might have posted something of like Shay's best Instagram captions. Yeah, um, Shay has some. I don't know. Wh- I don't know where he gets the inspiration for for these captions, but they're amazing. I wish I had his type of caption. Sometimes you've got it, and sometimes you don't. <laughs> also, which I had his fit inspiration. He be having the fits are just wait, phenomenal. I could see where his fit. <laughs> when he gets you them big ass boots. Yeah, that's some, that's, that's the, the first thing ones? I thought to about. Get the big reds on. The big red ones might be. I decent. could see on some real shit on some. Be for real, KB. Can you see him in those? No, I could see Drewski him wearing. Had them on and damn near broke his ankle trying to get them off. I could see you wearing them. Drewski did fuck up his ankle. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Falling out that stairs. The, yeah. the funniest fall I've seen in a long time. And then he literally was walking around. He was on a wheel, in a wheelchair or something. Yeah, he got a, a, a full-ass walking boot on. <laughs> the show was going on. He broke his ankle. That did is crazy. Yeah, that's, well, that's what he said on Twitter. He said, broke my ankle chasing that white something. White chocolate. Yeah. That is crazy. I couldn't imagine performing and then injuring myself. Hey, it's... It, Part it of happens. the brand, though, you know? Yeah, it happened. He made it a moment. Yeah, no, he made he it is. a moment, which is great. He's going to just use it as talking points, probably in his comedy skits and shit, so. He said, no, nah, I seen one. He posted, like, I don't know who yet, but I'm getting some, I'm suing somebody, like, I'm about to get my ass paid. <laughs> <laughs> a, a couple quick hitters before we get into the, the draft portion of this episode. The Cavaliers have clinched the playoff spot for the first time since 2018, the first time without LeBron James since 1998. That's got to feel, so, feel so good, bro. Yeah. For a franchise that was, like, strictly dependent on LeBron for so long for success. For them to have the success without him, and like yep. you now have like a new face in Donovan Mitchell, you got a young core and Garland Mobley. Like you have so much potential here, and it's like we moved on from the LeBron era. The Kings, if they would have won yesterday, they would have clinched the f- official spot. 
we know it's going to happen, but it ain't official official just yet. Uh, I wanted them to win last night for that specific reason, but the Minnesota Timbers are playing some Rudy of the best Gobert basketball. Bro, yes, you did. And it was too. weak as hell. It just was ugly, but it went in. And I can understand the Kings' frustration on the bench. Yeah, that, <laughs> who's that? Who's that? Mezzi? Mezzi yeah. was pissed. He threw the towel. Um, but no, the other game. Speaking of the Timberwolves, since we're here, they played against the, the Warriors. Warriors yeah. And that was Cardinals' second game back. It was their first game as a big three since November. And the offense went stagnant for like nine minutes where they didn't score a field goal, but the defense was ridiculous. Bro, I love the team. You go into the Chase Center, you hold the, the Warriors under 100, 100 points. is crazy. And I want to give a lot of credit to, of course, Rudy Gobert on the back end, but Kyle Anderson stepped up huge. Jaden McDaniels played the game, and he only played nine minutes because he could not keep his hands to himself. I know guarding the Warrior <laughs> boys is hard, but he played nine minutes because he was in crazy foul trouble. Kyle Anderson had four steals in the final 12 minutes, and one of those steals was the steal that led to Carnton Towns pulling up in transition and hitting the game winning three. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. And then yesterday, I was like, oh, back to back. Is Kat going to play? He did not play. They went into Sacramento and won again, so they're playing some good ball. And depending on the way it falls in these last seven-ish games, I mean, I, I think things are looking up for the Minnesota Timberwolves after that crazy trade and after, you know, 90, 80% of the season saying, damn, what a disappointment. <laughs> they here. Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes it just takes time, I guess. I, I, yes, I guess so. I think yeah. it's just they found they really found themselves on the defensive end. And I think so the I mean, emergence. I feel like, like that's kind of their identity. The mm-hmm. offense is going to come with the talent you got, but – I like their defense. I think the emergence of Cal Anderson really helped them. Cal Anderson does so much and is such a high IQ basketball player that I think he just brings a different element than what they were missing at the beginning. Because at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the season, Cal Anderson wasn't playing like this. He wasn't playing as many minutes. He wasn't having as much of an impact. Now he's got his rhythm and he's playing really good basketball. And also, I just, he's like that ultimate glue guy for them. Mm-hmm. I, I and I continue. I I really like the Mike Conley pickup that they did. He's yeah. just been. He's just been so steady for them that I think it's just like for the ups and downs that they have, like as a team and just just still kind of growing pains. He's like a, a constant steady that they can rely on. Yeah. He allows Anthony Edwards to be Anthony Edwards while he just does like the facilitating and shit. So I like their their like duo a little bit more than D'Lo. Even though D'Lo is probably the better player. Yeah, but I think sure. Mike Conley is the better fit. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think both teams might look out and be like, hey, we won that trade because D'Angelo Russell, when he, had, when he did hope before the injuries – uh, was looking good. Yeah, looking good. I mean, he was looking good before the Lakers trade. He's having a career year, basically. I still think they might. They're gonna still get in the Kyrie sweepstakes. I don't think they're gonna wrap their head around D'Lo. Mm, they're gonna. Well, Kyrie looking like he probably gonna be gone. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't see a way to a reason to I stay other than the money. Pay, even if Kyrie signed some shit, it's no like it wouldn't put it past me that six months or down the road he's like. Yeah, I still need to get traded. Like it's just that's the type of player Kyrie Irving is. Bro, they were the they were a championship team, quality team, and he had to know where say, ah, I think I'm good here. Let me go somewhere else. <laughs> like that's yeah, crazy. Like the is. Brooklyn Nets were playing that be good. They were playing the that good. They were playing that good. That was the last time we saw Ben Simmons. And they <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> And, and, yeah, now he went from a team that was going to be competing for a championship to a team that might not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's got to be so, like, deflating to look like a – to go from that – that's such a polarizing change. Yeah. Like, you go from finals to lottery. Potential si- finals. Potential finals to potential But, I mean, lottery. it's what you signed up for when you request a trade halfway through the season. There's no really, there's no really no control. Yeah. I mean, I don't think many people expected the Dallas Mavericks to be this bad, though. No, well, I knew they, they weren't going to defend. They I knew they weren't going to defend. They weren't defending before the trades. So right. I don't they even got, understand why people had to. They put the veil out there. Yeah. 
Mm. He got some time. Mm. I remember when they made the trade, people were like, how are we going to defend with the Kyrie? Y'all weren't defending before that. So, like. They were, like, 24th in defense before that, and now it's not that. Uh, it's a little bit worse. <laughs> Another quick hitter. Draymond Green reveals that he's hoping the Warriors get matched up against the Kings. He quickly clarified that it's not due to the belief that Sacramento is a bad team. Instead, Green wants to minimize Golden State's travel schedule. Mm. Oh. Is he capping? Is it really about the travel? Is it? Is it? Is because I mean, why would you say them and not one of the LA teams? That that travels not that much either, maybe slightly more. I don't know the geography of California. Yeah. I think it's all SoCal, right? Or is Sacramento North? South, I, I feel like, like Sacramento is Southern California. I don't remember. Don't add me. I don't remember. Uh, it's North. I'm saying it's North. north. I'm oh. I'm so if you really want to negate travel, we did the goddamn LA to San Francisco ourselves, and we drove it. Mm-hmm. A, a Down the flight, that's what's that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look it up. A flight from San Fran to LA. And y'all get it's gotta charter? be less than an hour. I don't think they're flying though, KB. They're you think they're gonna be... drive that? We drove that and it took 12 hours. I feel like teams have drove some shit before. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're going to, but I feel like they though. have teams have like those the Bulls are probably driving between Chicago and Milwaukee because that's an hour and a half. But between LA and San Francisco, it took us basically four days to do it. But that was also without stopping. But even with stops, it's pro- probably taking a long time. San Francisco see. to L.A. is a six-hour drive. San Francisco to Sacramento is an hour and 25-minute drive. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay, so okay. that's a big So that's a big difference. Yeah. Hour and 25-minute drive, you get, on, you, you get on the bus. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But like a, a San Francisco to L.A., you're flying that. It's an oh, hour and yeah. a half flight. Yeah. According to JetBlue. And, but hour they, and, and they also probably. fly private, so it's going to be quicker. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that short of a distance. Look at the geography. Okay. So Draymond's not capping. But he might know in the back of his mind it's because of the inexperience, too. <laughs> let's be real, Draymond. Yeah. You, let's be real. Know. That inexperience shit still scares me. You think that so? team is tenacious. They, that Kings team is not a team that I would say. Are you worried about them or the uh, Grizzlies more? Because the Grizzlies are nine, not one, nine of the last ten. John Moran is back. Jaron yeah, Jackson no, Jr. is DPO. No, I definitely would be more concerned with the Grizzlies. But. I guess when you do look at the top, since they do have to look up. I could have swore you the said Kings. that you did not believe in the Grizzlies. Though. He did, but that's different. He, I asked him between two different teams. He's not saying that the Grizzlies are going to win a championship. Yeah. He no, asked him between the two. No, it's just I thought he had a, neg- a negative opinion about the Grizzlies and what I they do. I just said I don't really think he they're said a they true. was frauds. No, I said they're not, a two, they're not a two seed that I would fear. Okay, okay. Which is basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they, I, I like I really like the Grizzlies. I think they like they're one of the teams that can make it just to the to the conference finals. To the conference finals? Yeah, I mean they they just got so much. They got the star. They have Desmond Bain. They have they could Jaren play against the Warriors in the first round. Well, they they, play, they the would Warriors, play the Warriors. They could play the Warriors. And then next round they would have to play the Suns or the Clippers. And I don't or the Nuggets. I don't. I'd be forgetting how the seeding works. But so okay, and their path would be be the playing team. At this world, it would be. If the season were to start today, it would be the Warriors or the Pelicans. That's your first round matchup. Okay. Second round matchup would be the winner of Sacramento versus Minnesota. I think the Grizzlies oh. can win that that series and be right there in the conference finals. And then oh, they have an easier path. They have the easiest path, right? Based on exactly today. Yeah. Now that shit is changing every every hour. I feel like, but based on today, they have a a rel- as easiest. It's nothing is easy, yeah, but it's no. the easiest path to get to the conference finals right now. Which I didn't realize it would be that easy. Yeah, no, I thought they would. I thought they would have had to play one of the heavy hitters, but they don't. Based on now, I mean, depending on what you're on the Warriors, be, yeah. it could two two days from now they could be. Yeah. So 
Based on but, your opinion on the Warriors, I don't know. Bro, if we get another Warriors Grizzlies series, that's what that's gonna be. Somebody must, wanted that too, though. I want it. I would love to have that series. I feel like Draymond said he wanted them I think in the it first round Draymond. too. So maybe he, he want the Kings and he want the Grizzlies in the first he round. He want to smoke with it. I feel like they just want the, the young guys. He yeah. won't smoke with everybody not named Phoenix Suns or Denver Nuggets or LeBron James. I think they want to smoke with Denver. I don't think they. Fear but they Denver. just don't want to fall down. Oh, okay. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um. Okay, I think those are all my quick hitters. Um, oh no, 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 no! I got, I got one more. Um, Charles Barkley and LeBron James, no scandal. Uh, to be number one ready at eighteen, to where he's twenty years later, the greatest scorer in the NBA history. I think it's the greatest story in sports history for a guy to be that good from day one and never screw up is amazing. Yeah, I mean, and it really was longer than that because he was on Sports Illustrated at sixteen. So from sixteen to whatever age now. No controversy, greatest ball player in history. I I would say he just keeps like continues to, you know, he corny as he, hell. But I, I don't know. He just a different type of person. Like the same shit talking about. I want to go see the LeBron feet doctor. Like the, it's the, just unheard. The LeBron, LeBron of feet. feet. The uh, it's just the unheard and that's what they call Mike in high school. Before that he does, it's just like he's a different. He's not human, you know. And it's like he's still a top ten player at thirty eight years old. So like. He's still in the ability to compete for a championship and still get more in the future. Um, and I think that's just something we won't really see for At a long time. years old, I still don't – even you could see, like, the wear and tear hitting now, but I still don't know when he's going to stop being LeBron James. Yeah, he's still, like, fat. Like, when we were at that Lakers game, LeBron would get the ball and go down. Go. Like, yeah. he's fast as hell still. Like, there's no – like, the speed is still there. I'm, I'm mad at myself that I didn't get to see LeBron live until he was with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was past his prime athletically. Like, I would have loved to see a 27-year-old LeBron in person, real, but I, I, we it didn't have funds. A couple of interviews ago, he was talking about – it was he was like something about – yeah, I think he had like a, a poster or something. He's like, man, I, it's just different to me when I lace my shoes up. Cause there's days where I'm feeling like, man, I don't know if I could do it today. Like I'm feeling that that father time shit. He said, said, but I lace up my sneakers and I'm jumping higher than 20 year olds, running yeah. faster than. It's like to be able to do that at 38. It's just we don't see that shit at all. Bro, he yeah. literally be dunking in his head, be near the rim still. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's freakish. And he still, <laughs> hey, and he no also played to this day. Uh-huh. If he's chasing you down, ninety nine percent of the time it's a block. It's a chase down. He block. did it against. Uh, I think it might have been Kobe White yes. the other night. Yes, yeah. he he just Didn't waits matter. for. It. I don't even see why you go up. He had one where Patrick Beverly seen him and he pulled it out, mm-hmm. and then he he gave it to Zach for the little layup. And I'm like, Patrick Beverly knew better knew than do that up. shit. Um, and he also played through the era where people were playing every game too. Yeah, like I think. I mean, it still would be crazy because LeBron is crazy, like crazy, but like. Some of the players to now in the next generation might be able to replicate some of this because at year two they're not playing back to backs and you know they're you know a little bit less wear. But then again, you take into consideration like AAU and these players are coming into the league at 18, 19, but in reality, they've already played like three, four NBA seasons because they play in four games and one night on an AAU circuit. Plus, they got the high school shit, plus high school, and it's like, I don't know, I don't know. LeBron again, and LeBron is like the guy that has. Should be like the model for a lot of got a lot of NBA players who, when he came into the league, the jump shot wasn't there. Now he's a guy who's a respectable three point shooter. His he, man, his shot has went up and down throughout his whole yeah. career. Like it's a down year for LeBron shooting the basketball. But you still know LeBron can still go off for like six threes. Yeah. Like you have to respect it. So, Dwayne Casey said that Drew Holiday was the only All Star he voted for that sent him a thank you letter. 
That's from James L. Edwards III. What does he want everybody to do? Kiss his ass? No, no, no. He didn't say he didn't say that he expected it, but he said Drew Holiday did. Oh. I think it's cool. Shout yeah, out to Drew Holiday. Cool. No, shout out to Drew, but I, that seemed like he was kind of implying that no one else acknowledged him for doing it. No, I felt like a lot of those other players knew that they were going to beat him. Drew Holiday was the one who was like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's me. All right, all right let's, yeah. let's get these letters out. <laughs> Um, and the, again, again, this, ooh, not the last thing. Nikola Jokic is now the betting favorite to win MVP again. Did that just break that's the right no, now? That's the notification I just got. Yeah. It's just the betting favorite. That don't mean nothing, but it's the betting favorite. It just means people in Vegas are putting money on certain stuff. This is bias. The last let's thing see. before we get into the bulk of the episode. What is the, let's lead out. It's got to be close. It's got to be close as hell. It's got to be like plus 130 to plus 150 or something. And then Giannis is probably like plus 250. Like it's got to be crazy. And while you look that up, uh, this is something I want y'all opinion on as people that are technically NBA media. Charles Barkley on Kevin Durant. He basically says he's very sensitive. He's a great player. Uh, part of the generation who thinks that he can't get criticized, yada, yada, yada. Kevin Durant quoted and said, this saying getting tiring, Chuck. I've never respected the words that come out of your mouth, fam. Just deal with it. So as people that cover the NBA media, is it important to you to have the respect of the players that you talk about on a daily basis? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, but also I'm not going to not criticize you when it's needed. I also feel like KD is also implied that he respects Charles Barkley as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't respect him as an analyst. Right. And I feel like Charles, in a way, can get a little bit more like super critical, but I also feel like him and Shaq kind of do the same thing where they, they be very critical on certain players, but it's because they have high standards for those players and – I guess Charles doesn't like how KD operates, and so he feels like he needs to say certain shit about it. So, like, same with Shaq. Shaq has a certain way he wants bigs to play, and if you don't play to a, a Shaquille level, Shaquille O'Neal like level when it comes to being a big, he's gonna get on your ass. So, it's just yeah, I, I don't, I don't really care, but also I don't want to disrespect nobody at the same time. Yeah, as a as a, a person in the media, it's just like you would would love their relationship with the players, but I don't think the respect is really needed. You know, at the end of the day, we we talk about him all day, but I haven't said one one word to Kevin Durant or to Young. Like, I don't know these people at all. So, honestly, I think there's that one, but it's not needed. Yeah, I also want to be, like, a breath of fresh air when I talk to them. Like, I don't want them to feel like I'm here to, like, ask you a viral, trendy question that you've probably already been asked a thousand times. Or I don't want to sit up here and ask KD why you requested a trade or, like, nothing like that. Like, that stuff don't matter to me. I want to, like, give them something different. Like, just a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about this collectively, which is probably a good conversation. I wish P was here. Is is player interviews really important to y'all? See, that's... I wouldn't say it's super important, but I think it's kind of like how we brand ourselves as a podcast. It's always like you can sit down with the guys, type of talk. I think having players like Anthony Edwards do that and chop it up us chop it up with us is a lot more than us and us like, hey man, this is what what do you think about game thirty eight of the season? Like I feel like him just topping it up with us talking about Call of Duty, talking about some of the season talk. It's just that that, you know, fr- just that common ground we can kind of feel with these type of dudes that I think I, I like about it. I I think they're important. I I enjoy doing them. They're fun. Uh I like the way that we do it. We don't sit up there and try to like nitpick their brains. And, like, we just try to genuinely just have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And I like that vibe more so than trying to, you know, like. Force the issue. Yeah, force, like, force certain topics. Like, you could tell that they have. They do this shit all day. Yeah. They do interviews all day. You yeah, know what like I'm saying? Sometimes, so I think like, they little, just want to have a conversation. Yeah, it's a little bit more relaxed. 
Okay. So, like, I enjoy getting to know Anthony Edwards more so than, like, the Anthony Edwards, the basketball player. Like, that is enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. So, for me, yes, I enjoy doing it. Because sometimes, like, you could become more of a fan of that player as well when you sit down and talk sure. to him. I didn't know Anthony Edwards made music at all. No, yeah, I didn't that, either. Until, that, until we did the thing with him. I feel like a lot of people probably didn't. So, no. like, us getting that content out is probably amazing and refreshing to other people because now they be like, oh, Anthony Edwards makes music. Let me go look up his music. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas, like, ESPN probably wouldn't have got that story out of him. Hell no, they wouldn't have. So they probably would have been asking, what about the tension between you and Rudy The Gobert? only way they did that right. is, like, <laughs> you know how they had Jalen Brown? He has this, like, music video or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, like, Jalen Brown stunk it up in the finals, they'd be like, is this the reason why he, met, he not doing well in basketball? Mm-hmm. They'll just add some irrelevant shit. But, no, nah, like, they don't get to those type of things. Yeah, like, Jalen Brown, if he came on a pod, we wouldn't be sitting up here like, so, <laughs> are you out this season? You out? You were cussing out this all season? <laughs> like, we wouldn't have, like, we wouldn't have did that. Yeah. Like, that. Sometimes he, he probably yeah. would think we're gonna do that, and then when see Steve that we not on that, he probably would have got a little bit more comfortable. He fuck around and say that shit by himself, <laughs> right? Yeah, you get him comfortable enough, he might just say shit next year when I'm in Houston. We like, wait, 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 wait. Next year you in Houston? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Are they important to you? Uh I, I, it, it's hit or miss. I think it's got to be perfect. A yeah. lot, like, and I think this year we've done a lot of perfect sh- scenarios. Whether it been Derek, whether it been Ant. Um, uh, even Ron, even meta, meta uh, yeah. was I consider a perfect situation. Um, been way better than like the ball balls and uh, yeah, right. That that one we had to do, and it felt like we had to do. He had to do. He felt like he felt like he. And I think that's the difference when a player comes into it with without the idea to saying I'm doing this because we need I need PR, but but rather than I want to be here. I mean, I think it's it's it goes both ways. Because um, yeah. I've. On my own personal shit, I've turned down some stuff just because I was like, I don't think it's a match to talk to that player, you know. Uh, we even did like a smaller one, Michael Carter Williams. I don't. Michael Carter Williams was extremely talkative. Yeah, I forgot we even did that. And yeah, like he, all of the Twitter MCW. show shit is dead in my mind. Yeah, the Twitter show that interview was probably gone, but Michael Carter Williams was a great interview. I'm so happy it's gone. <laughs> I think it was like we were babies and we were still learning how to do stuff that it wasn't good content. Like if we had a similar show now, I think it'd be way better. Yeah. I think it'd be way better because that was early COVID. I didn't even know Michael Carter Williams was that talkative. Yeah. But he's a smart dude. Tell him to do What was the context of that? It, had something uh, it, was, to for, do with... it was like uh, Black Lives Matter. Okay. He yeah. was more so talking about issues in the black community and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was and, very good. Then we had some like Bobo where he showed up and didn't talk. Jaron Jackson's dad. Jaron Jackson's dad was an amazing talker. Curveball. Maybe too much of an what amazing talker. What were we talker. supposed to do? Jaron Jackson Jr. No. We've never had Jaron Jackson Jr. You say who we supposed to do? Yeah, it wasn't Jaron Jackson Jr. So we can, it had to be. No, There's no way. No, we got his, was, I don't it, think it was either. No, it was the ultimate curveball. It, it was the. It was I, like I supposed to be a real player, yeah. and they gave us a former player. And then, yeah, it was literally like an hour, like literally within like an hour, they said no more of this. Bro, this is why I think. And again, that you end up being a good him. guess, but it was when you expect one thing, you get the other. Yeah. No, that's why I'm saying I think it was him because I remember us joking about it like Jaron Jackson Jr. probably in the other room talking about like, yeah, he doing that interview for me or some shit. Oh, he might remember? be right. Because I remember us joking about it like, ain't no way he just told his daddy to get on the interview. Come on, Trip. <laughs> Come on, Trip. He'll get on the show eventually. He's guaranteed. Said, I remember his dad said he was Tim Duncan with a jump shot. And might, you know what? He might not be wrong looking at him. Right, I was about to say. <laughs> watch, your, watch your mouth. You got a little jump shot and he could block some shots. He blocks some shots. He's a good defender. Yeah. Tim Duncan with his Tim Duncan with his jump shot is like, damn. Because Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan had a yeah. 15 had a foot bank shot, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
and it wasn't aesthetically ugly like Jaren's jump shot. I don't even. There's not a Tim Duncan with a jump shot. There might be one. Evan Mobley soon. Okay. Oh. Okay. Evan Mobley shoots 28% from three, but maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Some people say he's Chris Bosch. Quick, quick question. Which I kind of like, quick too. Quick pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan made how many three-pointers in his uh, in his career? Damn. He, how many? He played like 20 years. And I feel like he hit some of the tail end of his career. Yeah, and the tail end, he was actually shooting them off. So, yeah. So, total three-point. Three pointers made for Tim Duncan. I'm gonna say three hundred. How many? Three hundred. I was gonna say two fifty four. Y'all is tripping. One eighty four. Tripping. One hundred. This number is so low. I'm double checking to see if this shit is right. Really? Seventy. It's on stat news. Lower. No, no, it's not lower than seventy. It's no way it's lower than seventy. It's no way it's lower than seventy. It says he he t- made thirty shots from beyond the arc in his career. Thirty? No. no. Please no. double check. I'm on I'm, stat I'm, I'm stat music it says so. 30. It's 30. Wow. Why do I see him taking a couple open? Fucking 2K, my team, did it in my brain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> my got Taco Fall with the bro, same he hit three 33 points in his career. What did I say? I said 200. He said 300. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I thought for sure he's taking a I few. I felt like he took a lot more, too, but 30 is crazy. The most he's made in a single season. Was seven. Wow. Shooting that now we got it. niggas that take seven a game. <laughs> Regularly. <laughs> ten, ten plus a game. If you don't get seven up, you was out of the league. <laughs> um, do y'all know who's leading the league right now in three point makes? Um makes. Buddy Hill. Nope. Good catch. Good guess, though. Wait, good guess. No way it's not Buddy Hill. It's not Buddy Hill. Not this season. Dang. Not Dame. Not this season. Is it Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson, baby. I was just looking at stats the other day, too. Oh, I was looking at them yesterday. Clay Thompson's leading the league in three-point attempts and makes, so he's getting them off his up. Uh, but this is also the most he's made in a single season, mm-hmm. which is actually insane when you think about Clay Thompson. Mm. I'm sorry. It's not the most yet. He's three lower than his most, but with seven games left, he getting four next game, and then, boom, he's got the most. That is, that's pretty impressive when you look at how he started the season. Yep. That means he's really started shooting, the, shooting that motherfucker for real, these for last real. few months. So like, that's crazy. Still forty percent from three, man. Yeah, Clay on Thompson. Almost seven hundred. He almost attempted seven. He's gonna attempt seven hundred threes this year. Bro, that's just the way the leagues is going. I'm, I live, I'm looking at some of the stats. We have three people, basically averaging ten threes a game with Dame, Clay, and Jason Tatum's at nine point four. But I mean, you just surround it up a little bit. He's basically averaging like people are averaging ten threes a game. What is and the they're shooting like 30, 40, they're shooting like 35 to 40%. Th- this is such a ridiculous stat. What is the most three pointers attempted in a single season? So I'm, I'm guessing and tell, who is it and how many? <clears throat> is it um, uh like a recent player or like current player? Yes, current player. So all, every, all the whole top ten is still active. Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard is not on this list. So Trey Young. Trey Young is not on this list. Oh, so is it Steph Curry? Steph Curry seemed too obvious. Steph Curry's number two, number four, number five, number six, and number nine. Which so is Buddy Hill is number one. Buddy Hill is not. James Harden oh. attempted a thousand three pointers. Oh my god! I and what season is this? This is twenty eighteen. That's gonna be like yeah, rocket uh, days. This is going to be the year of the 2018-19 season. He only shot thirty seven percent, but the volume is so high that it's like good job, James. Thirty seven percent is thirty seven percent is above average. Bro, for the difficulty of his shots, true. Thirty seven percent is great. Now yes. Steph Curry, that first MVP season, 
He attempted 886 threes. 45% from three on 880 attempts. Yeah. Otherworldly, Wardell. When I hear the like shooting stats between him and Dame, it's just like, y'all, they don't get open looks, bro. They don't. <laughs> and most of those shits is from behind like 27 plus feet. I cannot believe Kimball Walker's number 10 on this list. In 2018 19, mm-hmm. he attempted 700 threes and made 35% of them. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That was that was um, the Charlotte. Down, the downfall. Charlotte All Star here. Yeah. Kimball really. After he left Charlotte, just was never the same player. Yeah, that's what Dame's afraid of. You lead that one organization to go to the next one. and sh- But then again, he was an all-star starter the first year out of Charlotte in Chicago. Remember, he had that big-ass coat on. Oh, yeah, he did. He and did make the all-star game. He played one. 40 minutes in the all-star game and didn't play didn't for play like three season. seasons, three weeks. <laughs> that was the most confusing shit ever. <laughs> A lot of people are still – who was the coach back there? Who was the coach of the all-star? Was that Nick Nurse? Yeah, of the all star he was he hey, was uh, sabotaging. Yeah, they said he was sabotaging the Celtic season. All right, now let's get to what this episode is really supposed to be about. And Al went to it. Uh, and again, this would be a lot better. Pierre is here because it's more balanced. We're going to be drafting playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Now, let me break that down for y'all. I don't mean that we all get in a point guard, shooting guard. We are literally drafting teams. And at the end of the playoffs, again, it will be better if Pierre was here. We're going to see who drafted the best teams. And total wins. So our job today is to draft the team that we think is going to win the most playoff games. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, it does. All right. Um, I got team. a wheel where we'll determine who's first, second, third pick. Uh, it's going to be circuit team. So if you got the last pick, you get back to back. The first overall pick is going to D Mills. Shout out to D Mills. Start thinking about who that is. D Thrills. Second pick is Mike, and I got third and fourth. For sure. All right. Talk, talk us through your mindset and what, what you're drafting. We're doing five teams each with only be 15 teams. Maybe we should up it now that Pierre's not here. It's supposed to be all 20 playing teams kind of represented. Y'all do seven teams because that's 21. Seven teams is actually perfect. Is it? Let's do seven teams. And the reason I'm saying it's perfect because there's still like 23 teams that's technically still in the race. Okay. Right, Let me make sure I'm writing my teams. So, down. one thing I'm also looking at are teams who tend to extend their series. Mm. So, therefore, it won't be your prototypical 4-0. They're going to play. Oh, wait, no. It's just wins, not total oh, games Oh, no. Played. Yeah, no. I'm only doing wins. You're right. Yep. No, you're doing you wins. No, Max, you can win so, in a round is four. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, so I'm going to go Bucks. Bucks first. Okay. I, well, yeah, that's the pick. Bucks first. Because uh, right. they got the chance to win 16 games. Yep. And if you win 16, you're automatically above others. Uh, I am next with my pick. Kevin Durant coming back. I'm going with the Suns. That's a risky first-round pick. That's a risky first-round pick because they technically could get bounced early. I don't think they're that team to get bounced. Okay. Not with Kevin Durant. I okay. know it might be hard, but not with Kevin Durant. I'm going to play it a little bit safe on back-to-back picks. I'm going to take the Boston Celtics. And then you're going to take the Nuggets. And then I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets. Oh, my God. Uh, play it safe. Because... Uh. Cause it's, it's really depending on if I think the Celtics yeah. or the or the 76ers is going to win that second round series, um, and the Nuggets could again could get bounced in the first second round too. So I mean, it ain't that safe. Nothing is safe. Uh, it's on me. I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm gonna take the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, so we gonna be competing in that second round. Uh, that's a that's a that's a good get, Derek. Uh, I'm gonna go Cleveland. That's that's a really good pick. That was where I was hoping I can go because they might end up the three seed. Yeah. They might end up the three seed, and that, that could change some things. They don't have to go against the Bucks in the second round. Boom, boom, boom. All right, you got back-to-back picks, though. And then I'm also going to go with the other L.A. team. 
And I'm going to go with the Clippers. Clip gang or don't bang, baby. We here, baby. Mike, you back on the clock. Mm, let me take. I got a team. I got Nobody, a team. Nobody's taking the Kings here, right? The Kings are still on the board. I'll, I'll take the Kings. Thanks, Mike. You played right into his hand. We just talked about how the Grizzlies might have the easiest path to the conference finals. And I, so I'm going to I'm gonna take the That's Grizz. That's starting today. That's starting today. That's, That's starting today. <laughs> that is starting today. That's definitely, definitely true. And then you know what? I am going to draft the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Uh, they got championship pedigree. Do I trust them? Hell no. But they could still do it. They got to make it out of the plan, but they they could still do it. So I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna trust them. I'm gonna trust them. All right. So no, so Mike. Holy. Right. Um. Give me the Knicks. Okay, that's a safe pick. That's a safe pick in this round. Yeah. It's a safe pick, which is not nothing wrong with safe picks right now. Now D Mills, you got back to back. Man, when you get down to these other teams, they'd be singing. It's a it's cold. a coin flip. You don't uh, know. Sacramento's still up there, right? He drafted no, I, the Kings. I took oh. the Kings. You took the Warriors. I'm going to go Minnesota. Okay. Cold like Minnesota. And then I'm also going Miami. Woo! The Heat are off the board, baby. Mike, your next pick. Damn. My fingers crossed, baby. How I many? Got, I have four teams. How many teams do you have? Four. We all have four right now. So we're about, Or D Mills might have five. So we're at 12. Oh, man. Some good teams left. Give me, you know what? Just give me the Lakers. Fuck! (laughs) Bro, the Lakers have the highest upside left in the draft. (laughs) I was looking for a safe pick, but I was like, I don't know if it's too early to take them or not. That's yeah, that's a good pick, Mike. That is a very good pick. Yeah. Um, I am gonna take. Damn. It's not a lot left. We're basically looking at playing teams. Yeah, I'm looking at teams that could probably steal a game. Right. Steal a game or two. I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks. Ew. They're on the outside, but they could win two games to make a real playoff series. That's right? going to hurt you if they don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't make it at all, I got no chance. Uh, I will take the Mavericks. And then my next pick. So I'm basically choosing between the Hawks. The the Raptors, the Bulls, and the Nets are still on the board. The Thunder's on there too. Why would you even the th- say the something? Thunder's on? The, I'm still looking. I was gonna keep Why going. The Thunder something? and the Pelicans are still available as well. Yeah, they are. I feel like I have too many Western Conference teams though, because these teams are gonna kill each other. So I'm gonna have to go out east, even though I I trust one of the Western Conference teams a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the. I guess I'll draft. The uh, Hawks. Okay, Hawks are off the board. I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't love it at all. I don't love it at all. But I love it more than some of the other teams available. I'm going to go with OKC. Okay. Uh, These are your last picks, right? Back-to-back yeah. deals? And I'm just going to get the team that's left. Yeah. I'm going to go Raptors. Okay. Uh, I feel like they can extend. They are birds. They can extend. <laughs> they are series. birds. And, uh, OKC. No, you just took okay, OKC's gone. So uh, the team's available. I'll go Pelicans. The Pelicans being this late is kind of the, like the way they play right now. You can mm-hmm. convince yourself that they can do make some real noise, yeah. especially because they said Zion might be back. You 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 might have won the draft with that that pick right there. 
Hey, if he back, then they might they might do some real damage. Yeah. Um, I got four Western Conference. I drafted a terrible. These teams are gonna go against each other, Kenny. My last pick, I'm gonna take. Give me the Timberwolves. Uh, did you draft them already? Yes. He, he drafted the Timberwolves. Okay. So right now it's between. Um, damn, who's left? OKC still left. I just took OKC. You took OKC. So it is the Bulls. It's the Bulls. It's the Nuggets or the Nets. I was about to say the Nuggets still up. <laughs> right. It's the like, Bulls or the give Nets. Me, give me the. Give me the. I don't know. Let me take the standards real quick. One more time. Make your pick the right way, because if you me, don't, then we we eating. Let me make let your me pick right, my guy. My... <laughs> make the right pick. Holy shit! Make the right pick. Uh, let me get the Nets, bro. I think that's the right pick. Yeah, y'all gonna go against the Bucks. Y'all have a good chance. Only reason like I, said, I mean, it's still like a chance that the the, the Raptor, I mean, the Nuggets don't make it at all. Yeah, um, they might fall into the play in because they're tied right now. With the you just heat. said there's a chance the Nuggets won't make it. The Nets, the Nets, the Nets, um, the Nets locked in for a couple, <laughs> like a week now. <laughs> uh, but then again, if they stay at six, they might guarantee at least one win in the series. So I got the Bulls with the last yeah. pick. I don't hate it. Have y'all watched the Bulls recently? Except I, don't watch didn't watch yesterday. Don't watch yesterday. I just don't think there's any chance that I'm still in a game against Milwaukee. Well, they gotta well, we playing games matter. So if they oh, win yeah. two playing games to even get Milwaukee, that's, that's a two dope. wins. Two wins. Two right. wins plus a potential. They took one yes last season. Don't forget. They did. That's without Lonzo too. So the Bulls might snag three wins for me. Or they might get zero. That's all that matters at the end of the day is on wins. Yeah, all that matters so, is wins. Yeah, the Lakers was the one that has the most upside. The Lakers have the most upside for sure. I was hoping that they was going to fall. Because um, if Mike somehow can get them going on a run, like they make it to the second round or something. Yeah, yeah. Wins, play like yeah so that's six That's six total wins the Lakers could potentially get you if they make it to the second round. And they like, have potential to do more. Yeah. That's a good That's a good value pick. That's a very good value pick. Hopefully Anthony Davis come to play and LeBron James' foot is all good. Yeah. My my, I don't love it. You don't love your. I don't love it. I don't love it. I feel like I got the C's though. I got the C's, and they a championship caliber team in the Nuggets. But the road is gonna be tough for both. Having so. P would have definitely made it better. Yeah, because it would have been more diversity. Yeah, I know. I felt weird with the middle pick, and y'all were just taking C's off the board like yeah. time. Like, <laughs> I I felt weird having a first pick. You got the team. Now, if somehow the uh, the Bucks get bounced early, sheesh. I mean. I'm really just counting on the Bucks to carry. What's the, the rest Cavs. of your teams? The Cavs. Okay, they might Miami. face each other in the first round, or second round. The Clippers also also can make it to the final. So yeah, it's um, upside. Minnesota Pelicans and the Raptors. So a lot of these teams can have potential runs. I think I think your biggest upside pick was the Pelicans. Who's your top teams? Your two top teams: Celtics and uh, Nuggets. See, Celtics that just sounds. Nuggets. They could literally be in the finals together. Yeah. They could, but it's unlikely in my eyes. Because mm-hmm. I I have Suns and Sixers, so I mean. All our top two teams that could be a potentially could be yeah. like in the yeah. finals, so I think that's good. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, if he was here, would have been better. Um, just because it's more, you know, four teams each, mm-hmm. and then I feel like whoever got that fourth pick is they got a they got a luck because the most you're gonna get is a three seed, right? One really? two, one two. You're gonna get a three seed. You got to get two three seeds. But then again, the seeding don't matter this year. You no. don't. Anything can really happen. I mean, realistically, you could have ended up with Philly, and then you could have took. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Mike took Phoenix in the first round, didn't you? That was my – yeah, that was my first pick. Yeah, that was his oh. first pick. I would have picked Phoenix 100%, but they were off the board. So, 
you know, you 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 can you can only you can only do so much with the last pick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and we'll see who walked out. That Clippers pick scared me a little. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't really know what they expect the from them. Four or five matchup is kind of tough because, I mean, I, I picked the Suns. Let me see where they're at. They're at they're at that four, but it's just like yeah, with the Clippers, it's just like that shit could. Go I hope seven. that I hope that's the that same. First round, we get to see KD and Kawhi in the playoffs for the first time. That's gonna be crazy. Imagine we get to see LeBron and Kevin Durant in the playoffs for the first, well, go against each other. For the first time in. This is like 2016 or 2017. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, Have y'all been watching college ball? Uh, I watched a little bit yesterday. I mean, not uh, not yesterday, but Sunday. I watched, um, what game was it? I I even told Pierre. Yeah, Miami. Because I I seen you talk about Wong. uh, Wong. Yeah, Wong. What's um, his first name again? Isaiah. Isaiah Isaiah Wong. There you go. There you go. One thing he going to do, he going to shoot that motherfucker. He going to shoot it. Even if he missing, he'll keep shooting it. I love that. I love that mentality. Just because I'm missing, that don't mean I'm going to stop my game. I'm going to still shoot it. And guess what? Him shooting the ball helped him make that comeback and win that game. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I couldn't even – I was with the fam yesterday for, like, most of the day, so I didn't really tune in like that. But I'm going to be holding a a kickback in my crib on this Sunday for the championship game. So I'm going to need y'all to come through. Yeah. It's also bring your own beer, so you gonna bring your own shit. Yeah, I bring my own beer. You got you bring your own stuff, not yeah. not the beer. You bring your own stuff. Yeah, that stuff. All right, but, but. I don't know what the context. You got of that food? Is. Nah, I'm gonna have everything. You yeah. gonna have I'm a Mama Luna's pizza? <laughs> no, hell no. I, I, I'm gonna order Mama some. I order some like wings oh. or some shit. Okay, I'm excited. First, this gonna be the first kickback that wasn't at my house in years. No, we had done the shit at Mason's. Oh, we did. We actually had one oh. at your house too. Your first ho- housewarming. Oh, housewarming. I don't know if housewarming. it counts yeah. as a kickback, but we had a housewarming at your spot. We had one at Tyler. We, we had Mason. You right? Huh? You right? That's all it seemed like. We all just be at your crib. Yes, all the time. <laughs> My crib just becomes. Mason's the place was to be. so nice. We was on that balcony. Yeah, looking at the. I don't even know how. I don't know did, how y'all. Would, it was like know. six people on that lit ass balcony. Fucking forty looking down, like yeah. thirty feet, of like thirty, 30 stories, stories yeah, not thirty feet, stories. stories. Just be looking it was such down. a beautiful view, though. It was a beautiful view, but I was looking out the window, not on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. When I would, whenever I'm down up north, I'm like, man. I would love to just experience it once. Like living in the city? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that too, but then again, I love my suburban life. I love having like being able to wake up and just open the back door so the dogs yeah. can go to the bathroom and don't have to walk them no more. Um, I love the space because usually, you know, you sacrifice the space to live in the city. Um, and I love the quietness of yeah. the suburbs too. But there's quiet parts of the city too. For sure, for sure. Like the aesthetic of it always be looking so nice. The condo's always amazing. It looks so great and like... A lot of them be having great views. And be like, yeah, Damn. some of those apartments downtown are really nice. I think it's depending on like if what you prioritize. If you prioritize like nightlife and eating yeah. out and stuff like that, the city is your place. I don't like any of that shit. So the suburbs is for me. I'm a suburban boy. No, yeah, I through. definitely love living in the suburbs. But whenever I'm up there, I'm just like, you know what? I could, I could, I could experiment with this. It, it looks remotely decent, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, the parking thing always turns me off a little. Oh bit. Oh my god, it's awful. Oh, that's the worst part. It's like awful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't move anywhere that I couldn't have a parking spot or a garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that would be like number one on my list. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to put the chairs in your spot so motherfuckers don't steal it. Bro, motherfuckers don't move that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't stopping nobody. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, city, the city can be great. I haven't been to the city in a minute though. I go up there. You kind of like downtown? Like downtown. Okay. Yeah, I'm over there a lot. I mean, I was, sure, on, like, I was went to the west side to see my mom this weekend. Uh, but, I mean, like in the city, city. Yeah, I'm over there a lot just for like I don't for, got like, no reason reviews. to go to the city, really. You're right. 
The food reviews is my main thing for being there. There's so many restaurants. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicago got underrated foodie spot, I think. I mean, I don't think it's underrated. I think it's like number one. Oh. That's <laughs> <true>. My fault. <laughs> my fault. We do got the best food. I be feeling that way anytime we go somewhere. Shit just don't be hidden the same. But I don't know if it's just because I'm so used to Chicago food or is the food really that much better. No, I went to a spot yesterday to try to like mimic what In-N-Out does. And it was pretty good. It was better than in and out Where was it at? Like, it's uh, Wicker Park area. Oh, see, yeah. You be, you be everywhere for some food. I, I haven't been to Wicker Park in how long? I actually go to Wick, went to Wicker Park because that's where my tattoo artist is at. Oh. Mm-hmm. So anytime I go to Wicker. Wicker's kind of cool, though. Yeah, Wicker's nice. I will walk down Wicker. some sneaker shops down like there. High school. Yeah, Wicker's kind of nice. No, yeah, that's a nice little area. It's, um... That was like when I was I was driving down some side streets to like get. I was like, damn, these these houses are, and apartments look kind of nice. That's not true. You've been to Wicker Park with us when we went that sneaker shopping. We went to round two, and that's at Wicker Park. Oh, that's Wicker Park. Oh, well, yeah, I lied then. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's got some cool stuff. <laughs> I think there's so many spots of the city, like places like Wicker Park, that I've never experienced in my 26 years of living in Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I said I have a, still haven't experienced Wrigleyville. I have no idea what's in Wrigleyville. I've been I heard, I just to watch a game once, but we didn't do anything in surrounding spots. It's also the Boys Town, too. Yeah, Boys Town. Yeah. Boys Town is nice, though. It's really nice. We went, actually, the game that we went to, there was a there was a pride parade going on, like, at the se- the same day. Oh, like, wow. damn. Oh, it's, it's the worst day to be here because parade. the parking, damn. the parking on that day, no, bro. That's what I was just, made me think about. If we do go to Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville, I feel like we might have to, like, Uber, Uber. that shit. Yeah. Like I said, I used to have a shorty that used to live in Boys Town, and anytime I'll go down there and there's like a Cubs game, that shit was ridiculous, 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 bro. yeah, insane. And then it's also like they had a day game, so it's like people walking around drunk and shit. So Only thing crazy. that I, I've used that now helps is Spot Hero, not not an ad, but it helps. You reserve a spot. I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot people of give up their garage. There's clutch. a lot of garages yeah. over there too. Yeah, but they be taxing on a game day. Yeah, because they know you need that. Oh, spot. spot Hero, you can literally park in someone's garage. Yeah, yeah. They, they have it open. They give you the code. You put your car in. You put the code and come back. Oh, yeah. I might have to download that. I never do that. You yeah. never had Spot Hero before? No, Spot, spot Hero like so clutch. I, I used that when we went to Mason's downtown. I used that when we went on that dinner when uh, Drew and Sam were here. I used Spot Hero to get my parking spot. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. it's cool, Dang right? Cut. Yeah. How much would we be charging for a spot though? Depends on where you at. All right, and, and yeah. the time, like if it's yeah. something going on. Like we talking like fifty dollars for a spot. We talking like when I when I went to Wrigley and we used Spy Hero, some dude gave us this entire garage that was like genuinely like five minute walking distance from the park. He was charged like seventy for the day. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Depends on what you prioritize. That's also a personal. If you find like an actual garage that's close, it's going to be like probably less than thirty bucks. Oh, that's not terrible. I thought y'all was talking like a few hundred. Like no, I go, yeah. I go downtown. <laughs> that's and, that's crazy. That's I not a flight. Go downtown <laughs> to get my twist done, and so like it's it's in a like a lifetime fitness spa where okay. the lady like does my twist, and I always spy her because I I just don't want my car up on the street in the city. Eight bucks for like four or five hours parked four or five hours. Like, yeah, that's how you should. Be it's like real that. chill. Yeah. yeah, that's decent. But that's like middle of the day on a Wednesday, so it's like it's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I be but, seeing like during like the Fourth of July, like if you yeah in like Neighborville area, people be selling their driveway. That's because like they'll yeah. have signs that be like yeah forty dollars to park in my Bro, driveway. That'd be that Darien like that. Fest type shit or yeah. like uh, <laughs> Rip Fest type shit. Side, yeah. yeah, people be like selling their I, driveways. I don't. Anytime I'm not we went to Rip Fest, yeah. that shit low key kind of made me mad. How like we have to walk at least like a mile. Like to yeah. get there because you will park in the like the fu- the supermarket yeah. place yeah. where yeah. you're not even supposed to be but nobody does anything yeah. and you walk a mile and uh yeah 
I actually might that might be a video this year. Going to Rift Fest again? Yeah, Gordon Rift Fest. Rift Rift Fest was fired that one year we went together. What we, two, we went multiple years. That's actually, I think about that video of him eating that funnel I've done a taste a couple times, but I ain't never done a real taste. There's a, also years. an event coming to Chicago Dang. this year, like the Food Truck Festival. Ooh, I wow. might have, I'm pulling up on that, too. Yeah, okay. Well, food trucks are kind of elite, but they also give me a little form of anxiety. Like sanitation reasons? Sanitation. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Even though I, I know they got to well, go through their own say, stuff, too. They still got to pass tests. Being an official suit, you know. You have to. There's requirements for sure. But it does scare me just a little bit. I feel that. I I I'm not my my food truck game not there. I got a rest like I'm cold with restaurants, but my food truck game not there. I don't even really eat at food trucks. Okay, it's not really. I drove past one other day. I was like, "Oh, it's a taco truck right here," but I didn't stop. I feel like taco trucks might be the most prominent food truck. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they got all kind. L.A. food truck, a lot of food trucks, and I'm, then I'm Austin, mad at myself for not trying a uh, L.A. hot dog. Mm, off the side of the street. What the difference? Oh, okay. I okay. I should. I went to Pink's Hot Dogs when I was in LA. That's like a little like celebrity, like touristy type of spot. Peaks. Pink's. 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 Like the color. Oh, Pink's Hot Dogs. It's like famous for real. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's like a famous place in LA. Emails. Is somebody like you was introduced introducing somebody to Chicago and you was like, I'm gonna show you the best taco spot. Where would you go? Taco Line. So far, La Josie. You said what? La Josie. West Loop. Every, everybody be t- most expensive. I'm coming to Chicago. What should I the do? I most expensive like, tacos, though. I was mm. in somebody's stream yesterday, and he's like, "Man, if you come to like my state, and he was like, if you come to blah blah blah, I'm gonna treat you like a king. Like I'm gonna take you to the best pizza spot, best taco shop, and like I thought to myself, like I don't even know where to take a motherfucker. That's because we really suburban boys. I mean, like I know like places I go to, but that's like. <laughs> No, I don't know if that's the number one spot. Right, you know? honestly, you gonna have the them taco that game. Diner. <laughs> right, the taco game is so much better outside of the burbs. It is. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's like it's absolutely. There's more culture. Yeah, the, a the thousand burbs, percent. We don't have culture in the a burbs. Thousand percent. There's a spot in Melrose Park called um, Don Alfredo's. That's pretty good. Okay, that's probably like the closest. What I've experienced when I tell people about Chicago, and I speak very highly about our tacos, like a lot of people are surprised of how like strong of a Mexican community we have yeah. in Chicago. There's really a place called um what is it? Little the village. That's mm-hmm. like the little Mexican community. Yeah. I don't I don't know like the people are like I don't know the history behind it. Obviously like if you think Arizona or LA just off of proximity, it makes sense. So for Chicago to be like way up in the Midwest, people are like, wait, you have like a really like a lot of like a strong I was surprised Mexican that it community. was a strong Mexican community in Utah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that surprised me as well. That surprised me as well. Yeah. But I mean, a little bit on the West Coast, maybe I, you know, you could tap into proximity a little bit. It's cheaper than living in California or Arizona, so it might well, attract the Uber people. Is really expensive to live there. Really. We I mean, overdri- well, Salt Lake City, that's like a, in the actual city. Yeah, probably. Salt Lake City. I think every downtown going, you know, they're going to give you that upcharge. Yeah. But um, people are always surprised. I'm like, nah, we cold, and our taco game is cold. But it's a place in um in West Loop. It's called La Josie. You get three tacos after tax and everything. It's going to be about $31.26. But that don't sound like. Authentic street tacos from a Mexican place. Oh, like, we got the foodie saying it. No, 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 no. That sounds like some high class tacos. Uh, a, a, a little bit, but, but man, them steak tacos that the marinade that they put on them tacos. I'm telling you, D. I'm telling you, you would you would like them. I, I've never introduced them to somebody and they didn't say, "Wow, these are fire." And I've introduced them to a couple people. 
I've just never had an experience with expensive tacos that I was like. They are I mean. very yeah. Thirty thirty dollars for three tacos is crazy. At first, I thought you don't get no rice food. and beans. It's just taco. It's, Damn, it's crazy. No rice and so beans. it don't even come in a it's styrofoam a taco, container. It's not uh, a taco. That, if it yo, ain't in a styrofoam container, how am I supposed to it, trust that? It's man? in a black. It's it's like plastic. It's black and then it's got the clear lid on top. Like when you get takeout from um like a Thai restaurant, it's like that. So it's not the styrofoam. It's like the black plastic mm. with the clear top. It's that type of container. Yeah. Yo, the tacos hit, though. I've heard they got good enchiladas there, too. I ain't tried them. But La Josie, it's it's a spot. It's Yeah, I stay up in West Loop. I'll be up in there. That's where I'll be. Did like you go to that spot? Because you put in the chat. I'm not going to say the name, but you was like, you asked KB about that Chinese restaurant? Oh, yeah, yeah. You went to that spot? I ordered it for delivery. Oh, shit. It was good. Yeah. I went there not too long ago. Man, that I miss hidden. that spot so much, bro. After after college classes, going home and going to that spot <laughs> for the <laughs> lunch for the lunch special. Yeah, Woo, that, the, lunch hey, that lunch special. It's is a Chinese spot. Yeah, all right, y'all gonna have to put me on. It ain't nothing crazy. It's, it's just takeout uh, Chinese. I love a good lunch like, special though. But right, actually, save me some bread. It's probably the best Chinese. That's spot why I be here. down. So if he said it, must be good. That's why I be down the street. At least that I've experienced so I, far. Because, you know what I'm saying, it'd be around lunchtime. Like, you know, so when y'all dip out and I'm oh, uploading no, the two. No, 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 The bad part about it, they close on Tuesdays. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Always, what they close the on oh, Tuesdays. You can't sick. go, like, after the pie. I, I, I thought literally about that. pulled up on oh, them after sick. the pie. Yes. Four, I'm, and and I'm trying to figure out why. And they don't why be doing they? lunch specials on the weekend. So, like, on Saturday's pod, I probably couldn't pull up. Oh, damn. Yeah. And what? Uh, when you going to take me to this diner you've been talking about? Because I've been thinking about this. Take you to this diner. I think, bro, I don't know if you heard what P said. It was like, he was looking at the menu. or like, Oh, P pulled up? He didn't pull up, but he was looking at his phone. He's like, it's, it's not even like no diner. It's like a Baba's type of place. But oh, yeah. no, Baba's. I, I'll let you know where it is, bro. Okay, yeah. Because it's like you can hit there on their way back. And they always quick as hell. They be like, it'll be ready in 10, 15 minutes. So every right. time I pull up, they should be already ready. So Yeah, for sure. I, I'll tell you, y'all have kind of put me in a in a bad spot just because of where y'all located and where this pod is located. So I have been considering moving. Really? But y'all know I'm a city boy. <laughs> so... I definitely been like, but then I'm like the commute would be crazy, like on a two, like you know what I'm saying? If, oh yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, like see, just I thought about and then too. now we doing third, like just the way we're like situated, sure. content wise, and like our workflow for me to come up out the burbs and then go and be in River North and a Skyrise or West Loop or Wicker Park, even you know what I'm saying? Lincoln Park. I'm now in a situation where like. I don't, it just it just wouldn't make sense for me. I don't know. I could do it, but it just wouldn't make no sense. You could, you know. I was gonna say you for sure could do it. I remember you saying like it costs to live like this. Like yeah. that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. I, cause I, I thought about the same shit. We'll just say that. Cause when I was moving, I was like, obviously I want to be close to the the, the podcast. Yeah. But it's also like I kind of also just want a newer area. You know what I'm saying? You feel, like, you feel I me? I want to be in the same type of radius. I'm still in, but yeah. You know, it's just cause I made that decision for the podcast. Yeah. Like I was, I was looking at ads for watches. I'm, you know, in the market for a Roly. Y'all hit me up. No, but uh, I was, I was, you know, looking at ads, and I was like, oh, like I, I want to, you know, an ad in the city. Like I want to, you know, what I'm saying a coffee spot in the city. I want to, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, but I obviously, I currently don't live in the city. Um, so it's just like a commute that's involved, and I'm like, well, I should move out there because I'm like. I'm going to be the only one, like, that's not in the city. We're here three times a week now. It just don't make sense. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what I should do. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna figure That's, it out. That when I was thinking about the decision, the part that it's just not a consistent every day, yeah, was the only way, only thing that gave me like I could probably do it. Okay, you know, if it's that that type of commute. So you thought about it? I did. I did because it's just like all I know is this kind of area. So yeah, it'd be yeah. nice to move out. I got or, like you. to a different spot. Yeah, but like family and podcasts, it was just probably better to stay where I'm at. Right. But, it was definitely on my mind. Okay. I wanted a place that was more so closer to the city and yeah, also closer sure. to the pod because I go to the city a lot. You can kind of like maybe yeah. halfway yeah, between yeah. city like and middle between, type yeah. of shit. Like I'm not even moving all the way to the city, but like yeah, what would it be like west or whatever it was way to mm-hmm. like, you know, you going down I-55, whatever that, that type of way is like mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to move more close this way. Okay. like when I used to go to the city, it'd be like an hour and yeah, yeah. No, that plus. that's that's literally what I'm like. I know if I'm getting in my car, it's gonna be at least a two two hours of me sitting in that in that in that car because yep. there and then back, and that's and why I went. Traffic be crazy. Yes, bro. That's why you gotta plan. You can't be like, yeah, I'm gonna leave exactly. at five o'clock. So no. I be I be planning <laughs> my meetings. I be wait. planning. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have like an hour and a half meeting with a client downtown or whatever. They'd be like, oh, so what's a good time? I'd be like, oh, I'll pull up at like noon or one. Cause I'm like, okay, get there at noon, pop out at 1 30. I ditch all the, I, you know, I, I sneak For past sure. all the traffic. So I try to get everything in that window. I don't want the rush hour in the morning and I don't want the rush hour after work. So I try to find that. And if I get, I hate traffic so bad, I'm phoning a friend. Hey, it's four o'clock. I'm not trying to get in this traffic. Can I just crash at your spot till like, seven <laughs> and then drive it's still a 45 minute drive but it's not hour and 10 so as long as i don't have to be in a parking lot on the e-way for 30 minutes i would a, just say i just hate to drive oh no nah, bro i'll wait like i'll wait it out and get home at eight o'clock instead of getting home at 6 30 like from to avoid that, the traffic spot too it's just like i might as well just get it started though yeah I might it's well like I'm, it I'm gonna be oh here. i feel you Bro, I hate tra- I I'm no, not. I hate traffic too. I don't like have road rage, but I do. I get very like. Uh, I, I guess unless it was like, unless it was like you chilling with a shorty or something like that. But if it was like KB lived up north, okay, I'm not finna be like, hey KB, can I sit at your crib for a few hours? I'm flexing and drive. I'm not finna do that. It's, yeah, it would be completely different vibes. My homie, my homies, look, I'll bring food. I'm a good guest. I'm a good. Yeah, I'll bring. I'll, like, look, I'm gonna just get some food. We just kick it. You know, what I'm saying I ain't seen bro in a minute or like whatever. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that's cool. Like my my best best friend from high school, he stay out. So you know, it don't be nothing to just pull up on him or or whatever. You know, what I'm saying that's family. But I I feel you though. Like maybe if I wasn't that cool, it'd be a little like. I think our our friend group just does shit a little different than other friend. I I'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of friend groups honestly I feel like do that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Off the story, off off the stories that y'all tell me, it's like oh it's like very different than you know saying my friend group or different things like that. Which why I'm like I don't even know. Like I'm so geeked. We're we're an online friend group. Hmm. We most of our communication interactions are online. Which but it's more so we're because Discord, we're, I feel ga- like we're gamers. So, yeah, I feel like it's also more so because of just it's easy. Yeah, then us like going out and stuff. Okay, it is. Is it a proximity? Like no, I'm, I, don't proximity, even, I don't think. Anything, are you guys all still caught? Like, are you guys no, all still in the it's area? Just, it's just how it is. I don't. I think us for our everyone okay. else. Is yeah, because uh, our friend Mason, he lives in like, the city. He lives in the city. So oh, he lives the in the same city. Shit. Okay, okay. Lives in San Diego. You can't just tell him like pop out San Diego. Okay. John's in Wisconsin. Yep. What about Kyron? 
Kyron's close. Oh, he's close. Okay. He's close, but he's also like he also 30 minutes away though, close, too. I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, why are you putting his business out there? <laughs> that, that is a, that, that's that's a, a part. But a no, part. it does. Yeah. For context. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do Mike like that. Okay. So that makes sense. <laughs> that's why like I'm like relatively close. Remember what he said. Well, that's he's why like, he be late to the to to the hoop sessions. <laughs> to me, it was like, why why don't I be going out with y'all like Suzanne do? He's like, well, Suzanne oh, got yeah. a car. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was that was the moment their relationship ended. <laughs> Bro, I still can't believe he said that. Yeah, <laughs> I love John because he has no filter. That's one of the reasons why he, he. You need one of them in the group. That's why it's so funny to see him like in love now. I wonder is he still that blunt with her? There's no way he's not. No you way think he, he would have like changed? Because I play the game with him very regularly. <laughs> He's still very blunt. <laughs> Man, yeah, your what? ass is weak. Ah, right, come on, bro. I just made a I bad know. play. You, you know, someone might appreciate. Maybe they come from a household where they like crack on each other and stuff. So yeah. it's like you know, what I'm saying it almost feels like home for somebody to have. No, for oh. sure. It was, bro. I heard him say like he was playing the game. He's like, I'm dog boy. Like he called himself ass, and Josie's like. Your dog water. <laughs> yeah. She be right. She you feel right me? So the personalities him. probably just like are compatible. You feel me? It is weird to see him in love, though. Just yeah. if you knew John is just weird to him, mm. him being in a relationship. Like a real he, Like he, living together yeah. relationship. He does like the, he tries to do the same eating habits as her. Mm. So he he's not vegan, but he's partially because she is. Yeah. Mm. So I could tell John for John to do that. He's got to have but there's some no such thing as partial vegan because either you're vegan or you're not. But you know yeah. what I'm saying. Right. A lot he of his meals are vegan, but yeah. he's not a vegan. Yeah. Would, would you say the majority of your friends are in relationships? Yeah. Because I would say the majority of my friends are not in relationships. So we're all like 24, 25. I know y'all ages or whatever. So it, that's also, like I said, when I just hear stories about your friends, it's very different in my experience. Because right. mm-hmm. I mean, all married. my homies, yeah, yeah. You, you, all my homies are single or just had a relationship started. Oh, yeah, he is officially married. Yeah. Well, wow. I'm looking at our friend group. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm not ca- counting Caleb. It's got eight. It's got eight people. Half okay. of us are in a relationship. Half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We got Mike, Kyron, Terrence. Here, yep. Caleb, yep. Wait, we got how many? How many people in that friend group again? It's nine in this group chat. So we we named Pierre, Caleb. We know we not naming Caleb. Pe- us four, Mason, John. Who else? I don't know. So we only have like three people, and that's not a relationship. So most of us are. So I would say that that's the majority. Um, would you say they're kind of even? Are, is are they new or would you say they're even long term? Because everybody's long term. So that's yeah. that's the other thing is like you've seen them in a relationship for a year. Like I might have had a homie that oh, he dated a girl for four four months and then it right. you know, I have a similar experience, like yeah. maybe like six months and then it just you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I've been in a relationship for a decade. You've been in a relationship for like what two years now. You feel me? Like that's yeah. those are big numbers and for me. So to, just to see how you guys are and that could also um add to why y'all are online friendships because y'all got lives and families yeah. and you know so, so y'all just busy. That's where that it's shit's... a lot easier to hop in discord than to get a restaurant together yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that shit started though too yeah. i feel like that's just always has been everyone for xbox i wouldn't be friends with none of y'all really we wouldn't be close we wouldn't as close for real for but real. also when i see like other friend groups like as homies like they go on boys trips and shit to others right like, that's i'd be I like i'd be like we what we when we don't do that as a friend group i would love to do it but we still we don't that's what i'm saying even if they're in 
we don't do everything that all other friend groups do. Which do, do y'all think that that's? Don't do, that. do y'all think that that could be something in your near future, or y'all just not currently optimized? <laughs> I guess is the word as a friend group to make that something point. like that happen. I think the problem is whenever we do something, we got we either think everybody had to be there, or nobody doing it. That's oh, just not. Okay. That's not the way we should be running our. You know, running. right? So yeah, like, we ain't never going out of town like, like as not work. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, as like a friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in general, I've never. I've been never on been vacation. on vacation either. It's just <laughs> always. Been on vacation. I count Utah as a vacation because we're in a different okay. state. But yeah, I've never been on vacation. Yeah. It's a guy I really admire on um, social media. He he runs a brand called Represent. He says, "Uh, I actually have a Represent shirt." Yeah, it's my. It's actually my favorite brand. He said, "Uh, there's no such thing as vacation. Just warmer weather to work in." And that's that's like what he says or whatever. He's all sure. about. It's like a whole thing. But I give it a pass. I, I like the, I like the line. There's no such thing as vacation. Just warmer yeah. weather to work in. Yeah, last year was my first vacation in Dominican Republic. It was amazing. That fun. was fire. Yeah, I love it. You Dominican. know, uh, I just Dominican seen, Republic is so fun. I've seen Kai sending his uh, photos. He was looked like he was on vacation. I'm, I was like. He deserved that he shit after that days. thirty month stream, yeah, yeah, thirty, 30 day stream. Like, yeah, sometimes that shit is deserved. I'm, I'm go, sure. me, I told Suzanne though, since Avery sure. is here, we're gonna go on a yearly vacation because I won't. I don't want her to have the same. I like being at home, but I don't. I don't want to force Avery to be a homebody too. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna. At go what age you, is this gonna start? Well, once she can remember it, or yeah, I mean, we're going. Cool. We're going on a honeymoon this year because we're getting married. So that account. She already been to California, which she'll never remember. Avery's going on your honeymoon with you? No. Oh. Um. I guess it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Um, that could be cute. Are you going to do the typical, like, one week? Hell no. Avery going to be just no? like me. I can't do no she week. She's going to be at her You can't do a week? You can't do a week somewhere? I can't do a week in a different city. A week? No, not. not I was thinking of tropics. Like, you in a yeah, I was thinking, country. I was thinking out somewhere the Somewhere nice. way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got invited to go to France with the Bulls for three days, and I said no. Man, don't remind me of that. You make my stomach hurt again. I remember you told me that. Why were you going? No, oh. I just remember them getting them jackets in the den, yeah. and I was like, my I, mouth was open. So like, I just did a shoot with just Don, or Don, John Don, Don, C, Don C, yeah. and he had on that jacket. Oh, I was like, my damn, God. I should have went, went, went to Paris. I don't want to hear it. I don't no, want to hear it, KB. But I don't know if they would have the gave me the jacket, The feelings are coming though. back. I'm getting hot. You can make me mad all over like again. They just gave me the t-shirt again, which I'm not, I'm grateful for. Off white, keep saying yeah. shit. Yeah, but which the, that was fire. But yeah. the, but the ja- the jacket, bro. The I'm jacket. looking at it and I can I touch like I want to touch the leather and the color. Yeah, bro. I just knew that. I just knew. And I'm it was like, cold. you know, it's gonna bad when it come out. My fuck with like five Gs. I'm uh-huh. good. Damn. I'm yeah. good. Cause cause the, it's like you know I've been seeing the LV ones like a lot of people have been wearing them stuff and it just felt like. It had that same type of design language. Like, it looked like an LV joint. It was, boy, that joint. But I also don't dress up enough to make that work, if that makes sense. Man. Like, I don't go anywhere. So, like, th- All this Star is what Week. I, well, All Star Week. You have, I did wear the hoodie on All Star. That's what I'm trying I to tell you. Trust. Yeah. Trust. You got some places to wear that. <laughs> you got some places to you wear that jacket. Tour soon? Going, in Indiana for first take an off-white jacket on. Come, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, he getting a repost for me. I'm to try to make me to wear like a suit and tie or something. He gonna get a repost for me. I'm gonna tag him, Mr. Put It On. Mr. <laughs> I was, I was taking a picture of my TV and be like, look at KP, Mr. Put It On. <laughs> that's fire though. Nah, you don't think, I don't think you gotta be in a suit. I hope, that's just not who I am. So I hope that they don't try. I hope I will tell, I will put on a fucking suit to be on, on first take. Of course, yeah. I prefer you, not to. I, yeah, I think, yeah, you know you're gonna be in your enjoy basketball hoodie. 
I don't think I would think I would go a little bit higher than a hoodie though. You would. I think I would. It okay. just wouldn't be a suit and tie. I yeah, think. but I would go higher than a hoodie. Okay. Okay. What's higher than a ho- hoodie? Then what? Maybe what are we talking like cardigan and a maybe or, maybe or a cardigan polo maybe or? a polo. Okay. Maybe maybe a button down. I don't know. I don't know. I'll yet. let you wear. I'll let okay. you wear one of my button down. My, <laughs> my cord is <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks Mike I'll just, I'll just say thank you I uh-uh, after that triple red moment I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know nothing about you that you not, you not go outlive that I'm not gonna lie bro. I don't, oh. don't want to hear no style of jaws I can't wait for that video to drop I, yeah I think that video and the, so for y'all mm-hmm. at home we're prioritizing more content outside of the podcast yes. um, some of y'all have been seeing that we've been putting clips on the channel too um like clipping these moments out mm-hmm. and then also we're doing more content and it's actually like scheduled now so we meet at a certain day we film a few videos and so y'all gonna get more consistent content the first two videos we shot i think both of them are gonna end up really good um and y'all gonna enjoy i think one of them is better than the other one but they're both good yeah they're both really good i agree yeah they were very entertaining very fun yeah genuine belly laughs i had sure. you know creating them with y'all oh one of them my. has a lot of energy oh my god i think gosh. both of them have a lot of i energy. think both of them have a lot of energy um uh, yeah the ending on one of them was i just yeah, yeah. They're, they're very yeah y'all gonna like them yeah it's gonna be it's good content but it's coming regularly regularly yes and i know we may have had this conversation with y'all before but we're serious this time <laughs> uh, like it's literally in the schedule now if nah, it goes we, we to got the higher ups together. it's real we got our yeah. stuff together now yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate y'all watching or listening to this episode of Through the Wire Podcast. Again, Pierre, hopefully you're feeling better by Saturday so we can get back in the nitty-gritty with all of the guys. Leave a like, subscribe, and we'll see y'all soon. Peace. Peace, Peace out. Peace, baby.